Hello and welcome to the premier Irish wrestling podcast based in Fur House um, with two 18-year-olds. It's the Hall Wrestling Podcast with me, your host as always, the Immaculate Karen Brennan. And with me as always, my, ho- my co-host, the... The man that genetics forgot, as our keep on going with. It's my Twitter handle now. Yeah. Man that genetics it's forgot. It's better than Will Knocker. Whatever it was. Um, fucking, yeah, welcome. Hope maybe you're listening to this on a different platform. Because we're on Spotify now. Well, probably not yet. Yeah, okay. We need maybe, okay, next week's one, maybe. Maybe if you want to go back and watch this week's one from last week. But next week's one, you'll probably be listening to it on Spotify. Exactly. It's simple. Um, yeah, so that's going to happen soon. SoundCloud as well. Because we haven't, we didn't, we put in, two episodes up, right, and then stopped. We put up two episodes, basically, because free SoundCloud allows you to put up three hours of coverage. So I decided to put up the two guest episodes, yeah. best season in the world, that right, on SoundCloud. And that's why they are up on Spotify now, because to, in order to get on Spotify, you need to have an RSS feed. I'm not going through that, because it fucking killed me for about three days. Um, so basically, I li- you have to link a podcast service, which is our one, is SoundCloud now. Yeah. So when we, when I get control of my bank again and I um, pay the set up my subscription for a SoundCloud uh, Pro Plus we can turn all our YouTube videos into SoundCloud videos and then they'll be up on YouTube uh, Spotify and uh, we're going to put up everything on, on Spotify Kieran's in charge of like Kieran's going to be in charge of organising the channel hopefully and uh, I'm in charge of I've got a new um, hopefully by next week we'll have a new logo as well yeah um, imagine having to cancel your credit card twice in a month how embarrassing would that be? Sure. Okay. Big week this week. Well, Crown Jewel and the fallout from that, which we won't talk about news. We'll do all that in once. Um, maybe the best SmackDown in a, in a good while. Yeah, the fallout from Crown Jewel deserves its own segment. Yeah. Um, NXT, Dynamite, Raw. And just news on its own. First, though, we got fucking this relatively big news. Orton has re-signed for five years. Orton has re-signed? Yep, just came out today. He tweeted about it. The three most dangerous letters in sports entertainment, hashtag RKO, just re-signed with the three most dominant letters in sports entertainment, hashtag WWE. Looking forward to pissing off with two, like, dollar signs instead of S's. Um, the hashtag WWE Universe for at least one, at least five more years. Yeah, it's not, it, it's not the only Randy Orton news this week because um, he... Did he say the N-word again? No, no, no. Um, thank God he didn't yeah. say the N-word again. But um, he pissed him into having... Uh, Having like putting the label faction on FTR Hale with the revival, yeah. Oh. Vince was like, Fuck no, a pity, which that is annoying. Cool. So right. They had a built in finisher, it, it, it was def- it, it, it looked like a Dudley Boys 3D, but it was yeah. still pretty fucking cool. And they, they gelled so well together because they had three wrestlers, there are three wrestlers who do the fundamentals really well. They have fundamental wrestling ability, that's it. We'll talk about that soon, <laughs> we'll talk about that at the end. Trinity Brawl, if you're not wondering. Me and Kieran finally got the chance to uh, buy their on-demand service. Well, rewatch it. To free trial and rewatch it. I'm still at yet to watch the main event, but um, I've in the first hour and a half, I've seen myself down a can. Hmm? Remember I said last time? Oh, you're an hour and a half in. Yeah, it's like two hours long, right? Yeah. And they oh. include the fucking intermission. All 15 minutes. It, oh, really. so I, I was skipping to see the bits and Justy mm-hmm. just pops up. Mm-hmm. I bet you Kieran's mm-hmm. the kind of guy I watch. I'm gonna, Kieran, did you skip the interval? Yeah. Oh, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Kieran did not skip the interval. Well, he sat, I was the only person who stayed in the fucking place. I stayed in the place because I was too drunk to go. I heard all this. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, Kieran was like afterwards. That panpipe music was so cool. I never thought I heard someone in twenty nineteen say that panpipe uh-huh. music was so radical. <laughs> it's pretty. It killed man. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
Trinity Brawl, what a great show. Watch that, I, I, on I, independent wrestling or something. I right? can't wait for Trinity Brawl 3, but I hope it's not like... I hope Jay Money's in charge again and they come up with another story. Oh, surely. You, like, he was in charge last time, mm-hmm. wasn't he? Yeah, not he, that yeah, I went to yeah, that, he was I've given full it, control. But, you know. No, no, in, in the first one, I'm not sure what the story was. Yeah. But sure, look. Whatever I digress. We digress. Um, I just tell, not I just tell, Cody Rhodes commented on Seth Rollins' like minor league comments or whatever. Huh? Where Seth was just like, oh, when they're done playing, in the, when Kenny Omega's done playing in the minor league, he can come up here and make real money. <laughs> and Cody Rhodes <laughs> is just basically like, yeah, <laughs> sure, like, if you want to say that. He had a very level, like, response. It was very good. It was just basically like it doesn't really matter to me. It seems like like when if you ask someone if you ask like the people in uh, AWE face to face they're like no it doesn't really matter. But the only way but when you hear see all the slide digs and all this sort of shit you know they do care. But uh, they just they just don't want to say it directly. They just use indirect means to <laughs> to piss off the others. I honestly can never tell because like if they I don't. If they do, they take a lot of shots out the AEW. Mm. Honestly, I don't really care because I'm WWE on air. Don't, but on Twitter, seem to a little bit. Yeah, I'm a wrestling fan. I just like all wrestling. So the more the merrier. Yeah. <laughs> and personally, I pick and choose what wrestling I want to watch. But I watch most wrestling. I don't. I don't understand if there's any fans out there who will be like, "I'm an AEW fan. I will never watch NXT." Because that's stupid. I know. Is 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 there fans? Is, I'd say there, there are fans like that. Yeah. I'd say they're mostly mostly in the American bracket. Yeah, like because they can go to the shows. Um, look, man, the more because I, I only followed David Starr recently. It's making me hate WWE the way he tweets about him. Like I'm like, oh, he's right. I kind of am. That's what he. That's what he did in that storyline. Yeah, that's what made so it good. so fucking good. Yeah. And it was uh, me and we were talking about Justy yesterday, where Justy tried to defend David, uh, tried to defend uh-huh. Jordan Devlin in like real life. And everyone started attacking him. So he changed his name to Just Independent and joined David Starr's movement. And after like he broke his neck in kayfabe on Sunday, he went to the hospital and was like, just a strain. Gotta say, it's really disgraceful that like the healthcare system. <laughs> it's just like, you're so good. Justy, you're brilliant. Keep talking, I have food in my mouth. Yeah. Well, it's because like David Starr, he made you, made you believe that WWE was this big corporate blood money, and they could which be. they are, which they are. In fact, but he turned it up to a thousand. In that feud, yeah, but he seems to genuinely believe it, which is like, the more he talks about it, the more I'm like, fuck, why isn't there a union? Mm. You, you should listen to his podcast. I definitely will. Hey, He's actually look, great. Look, have you have you have you heard about his? Have you heard about the Weedy Independent podcast? Um, I I saw a tweet on it, but I haven't. It's absolutely it. it's fantastic. The latest one is about your man. You know your man Paul Robinson. Yeah, he does it with a cam. There's a camera guy called James Musselwhite who's his co-host. Hmm. I'm just looking up because like, I kind of want to buy his merch now. Look here it is. We the we the independent. Okay. Is this like a weekly thing then? Um, it's, yeah, that, that the part one of Paul Robinson's one came out, and he, they, they, it's just it's brilliant. I I I honestly, as someone who doesn't understand equity, I don't know how to explain it. But it's a really fun and really interesting podcast. Yeah, he's met with it. He started meeting with a load of companies to talk about equity. He started to get in. He started to get in. He's meeting with a lot of independent companies and getting. So he's doing some serious work. Yeah. Considering he's a full time professional wrestler, to be able to do this as well. Like it is not. Um, it's not something I'm an expert in, but it just seems like we need it. It's not we wrestlers need it. I mean, if you're in work, you want to feel like you're protected. Yeah. Straight up, like I, I don't. You don't owe your employer anything. Yeah. They're making money off you, not the mm-hmm. other way around. So anyway, yeah. what are we talking? Where about? is this store? Where can I actually look at the proper stuff? Well. 
like independent David Star merch. Um, I don't know, but I'm gonna buy uh, a snapback at the next show. I don't wear a snapback. snapback. Mm, no, I get a different thing. I'd say. I already have the top. Yeah, but I don't know. I like I, the quarter dip is nice. What is wrong with me? I cannot spell store. Should we store. should we should we do our event section right now while we're in a bit of a lull? Yeah, go on then. Basically, um, I was not able to watch the final three this week, even though I said I would. And I apologize. I just want it. I'm sorry that we're not giving out the res- we're not. I, I feel like we're not giving like the full in depth like this because one of us as we did with fifth anniversary yeah, because fifth anniversary was something out of, we out, were there. of out of both world. of us were yeah. there and it was a massive event. Divine. I want to shout out Amy Alonzi. She had the best match she's ever had and she had a great match she's on great. she had a great oh. match on Sunday in Fight Factory in the six man she did a six man elimination match. Yeah. Hey, against Ginny and Divine, she had a really nice finisher. It was like a. Rolling cut. It was really good finisher. I can't really describe, it, but it was a great finisher. It was like you know, like a swinging, swinging fisherman's neck breaker. Oh, no, no, no. And like Ginny throughout the match was just going, "All right, little like little girl," and then calling her like little bitch. And there was like kids in the crowd. It was just like, and um, I want to shout out Kanji because halfway through a match with Emmy Sakura, she, I mean, sorry, uh, towards the end, the ref had to call it about five minutes early. I'd say it was five five minutes early. Because she snapped her arm in half. It was really That's rough. Insane. It was really. It was a. It was a clean break. Like it was the people who saw it because I couldn't see it from the angle. I was that said it was hanging, and she had to. Foxy luckily was a trained paramedic. Yeah, and he got it set, and then she had surgery. That was probably referee should be. Like. Yeah, she had trained. She had surgery, surgery um, earlier this week, and when she's re- when she's recovered, we I would gladly like to see her back in an OTT because she's a great, yeah. great wrestler. She was fantastic. Emmy Sakura. Or should I say, like, Joey Mercury? Sorry, Joey. Freddie Mercury, damn it. Joey Mercury's in the news. Joey Mercury's in the news, too. Is he? Oh, for Ring of Honor. Yeah, he's oh, in I the know. news, too. I don't know much about that. I Joey Mercury and Freddie Mercury are two very similar people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Because in, a- in AEW... She's the next. She's the next in line for the title. She's fighting. For, Is she really? She's gonna fight at a. I'm full surprised it's not Britt Breaker. I know they had a match a couple of weeks ago. I know, but anyway, Emi Sakura fought Kanji, and apart from the injury, this was fantastic because Emi Sakura just got all the <laughs> Queen greatest hits into the match. Yeah. While she was, doing, you know, the way that move they do where they do the hoverboard. You know, the Daniel yes. Bryan's really good. Oh, she, it's so nice. She kept, she she had her in the hoverboard. You know, when you like do a build up to it, you rock it. She was yeah. like, hey oh. And then, and then, and then at the end, it was like, "Ayo, ayo, ayo!" And she, as as people were doing that, she lifted her up into the hoverboard. And then you know the way. And then you know the way when you when you're trying to like make the crowd like start clapping when you're when you're in like a headlock or whatever. Yeah. And you stamp the ground. She was like, and then everyone would start like, "Buddy, you're yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It was, it was. I really want to watch the show. I want to go back and watch every OTA yeah. show and do a review on. And then, which I will do with some stuff. Yeah. I think we should do that. Yeah. I, 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 I personally like to do. It. Maybe I don't know. And anyway, we want to re- we want to review Trendy Bros. Well, but we're just so busy, it's very hard to. Yeah. Anyway, um, Tony Storm, Millie McKenzie, like two of the best re- women's wrestlers in the world. You can't really go wrong with fifteen minute match with them. Like Lana and Millie McKenzie, I met afterwards. Yeah. One of the nice people I've ever met. Oh. She's very, very down to earth, and she was like, "How was the show last night? Was it really good? I heard it was fucking amazing." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it was." <laughs> I can't find your. I can't find. Do you know the independent thing you have? Can't find it. Uh, they, they, they sell them at shows. Sure. I can't get it online. I feel like I've seen it before. Also, in his bio, the linked page is theproductds.com. If you want, feel free to go buy that domain. Yeah, anyway. Um, like, for $5, it's like anyone who clicks on his thing can. Well, because he sold it, has he? 
hasn't sold it, he just didn't keep up buying it. Yeah. And he still has it in his Twitter bio. <laughs> anyway, enough David. That's weird. Enough David Starr for today, because he hasn't done anything this week. Yeah. David, you were great last week, but you're not. You're shit this week. <laughs> Come no. on, like. I love you, David. Anyway. Get a nickname trip. <laughs> um, I, I, David, I, I, I t- said all your nicknames in front of a crowd. I love you. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> but any, no, but then, and then the final thing I want to talk about is the main event. Katie Harvey and the Gazelle shot. G- Gazelle or whatever. Jesus. 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 Right? Yeah. Against the Woke Queens. And the main point, talking point of this match was Debbie Keitel. Yeah, she cut herself open pretty bad. Like her eye was bleeding pretty bad. She didn't get cleared for her Fight Factory match. Really? She, she was supposed to face Katie Harvey, right, in a Fight Factory, and she got can't. Uh, she wasn't cleared. Yeah, you saw Fight Factory as well. Fight. Yeah, yeah, but we, well, listen, we don't like honestly. I'll talk about Fight Factories another time. But it was a great show, and it was very weird because Justy was a face and more than hyper heels. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, um, but um, Valkyrie was Valkyrie relinquished her Irish Junior Heavyweight title to show. But basically, uh, Debbie Keitel came out with an eye patch on after Katie Harvey had like a she had her comeback match. Basically, she beat some like person who had her, who was making her debut instead of Debbie Keitel. Yeah, and then um, uh, the Debbie Keitel just started like beating the crap out of Katie Harvey with this new alliance. Mm. And then Valkyrie, who was a it was a babyface in Fight Factory, came out to make the save and was like, I don't know what to do. And then she turned oh. heel. So, Ooh, they're, so they're well queens in. Why did she give up the title over? Because she can't defend it. She's had it. She w- it was a big. She's the first ever female winner and the youngest ever winner ever. And uh, she just she's she's gone places like she's in WXW now. Oh, and okay. she's like she's getting so many bookings that she just can't like. She just came out and said like I. She like she, apparently she's only defended like a handful of times since she won it a year ago. But um, her uh, LJ Cleary. Oh, fanboy and Fabio won the six person ta- won the six person eliminator. Yeah. Defiant was great. Okay, that tag match, uh, Valkyrie pinned Katie Harvey to get her heat back. Um, so basically, there was a six-person eliminator. And if, you, if she's going away, that's a weird. Way yeah, to, like, yeah. Leave her with the no, she she she's not going away. She just can't fulfill like she yeah. can't like because you won't be there for as many times as they want. Yeah, and basically, uh, five actually had a six man. So it was supposed to be a number one contenders match, but it turned into a a championship match. Yeah, and there was a wild card in it because there were supposed to be five people. And then there was a wild card in the match. I'm not sure who it was. But basically, the, I think it was, yeah, basically the highlight of the match was basically Be Cool. Uh, Be Cool was like, the LJ won, he's the heel. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Flamboyant, like Fa- Flamboyant Fabio won the whole thing. He beat LJ. Yeah. Him laid LJ last and won. But LJ then cashed in that contract that he has and won. And the crowd booed him out of the place. And then more than hype, obviously, beat Rock Shandy. And then they started having it. There was a big brawl, pull apart brawl at the end, and they announced um, six man tag winner takes all for December 29th, episode twelve. Club Rock Shandy and Flamboyant Fabio Is that versus the same place. Yeah, Club Rock Shandy and Flamboyant Fabio versus More Than Hype. But the best part of the night for me was Be Cool is like about to about to hit um, Flamboyant Fabio. Yeah, and uh, and um, uh, Flamboyant Fabio is like, look behind you because Amy's behind. Amy's behind B Kill going like this, and he's like, and B Kill's like, oh shit, what's going on? And he looks, he looks really gingerly behind him and goes, ah, it's only Amy Alonso. <laughs> <laughs> and she loves him in the face. She's great, and so is he. Oh, Amy Alonso's gonna go someplace. She's making fan- great tactics. She's fantastic. Amy Alonso's a fan- flamboy and Fabio are great tactics. Mm-hmm. And oh, that, oh yeah, flamboy and Fabio has a, had, um, what's that? Uh, it's like an Italian designer brand gear. Yeah. What are they called? Bartot? No, not Bartot. Um, 
They're like a, like they're like they're they're, they're, they're they're like similar to Gucci. He okay. basically had like a like it was weird. He had like he had like really nice ring gear. It was like and it had like the designer like logo on it. I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And he's only sixteen. He's fantastic and he's only sixteen. Okay, Defiant and Fight Factor are gonna tie a bow on them by saying they were fucking fantastic shows. Yeah. And no, really I'll have to go to a Fight Factor one. Episode twelve is gonna be amazing. It's twenty ninth of December, you're on your yeah. Christmas holiday. And as and I say, at some point, whether it's with you or on my own, I wanna go back and watch all the OTV yeah. shows. And uh, Ivan I want to say something later, but we'll talk about it later because I'm I'm going overseas to watch a wrestling show soon. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, but anyway, but anyway. Oh no. Go on. Tie bow on that. But coming up on December the fourteenth. Chris ah, OTT, OTT more than tires Christmas show it's going to be fantastic and I am I have I'm not going to be wearing normal clothes and it's gone it's not going to be great yeah. <laughs> um, but more than hype we're having a Christmas party and it's going to be a show it's 7 o'clock in the evening which is great everyone's going to go out Christmas partying afterwards it's going to be fantastic more than hype are probably going to have some sort of thing planned Moonlight Express are booked Omari's booked Omari's slowly Omari's t- tall isn't he Omari, Omari's slowly turning into the one of the like like the imports that we call our own. Well, he's been like he's been on two shows. But no, but he's he's coming back and back and back. Yeah, I know. Oh, like he's I've been, been on four. Fucking mind that at all. Four. What's the fourth? Anyway, tw- uh, uh, he's been on Belfast a few. Anyway. Oh, was he on Belfast? Okay. Anyway, okay. Tickets are twelve fifty. That's all contenders prices. It's a Christmas show. There's booze. It's on a Saturday, seven p.m. And it's, it's, a, a, it's at all ages. Yeah, no, no, yeah. it's not. Uh, it's all ages, but there's booze. And um, sixteen, sixteen, nine days before Christmas, is it? No, 11 days before Christmas, and it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. 12 days. Yeah. Tickets go on sale Friday, so they will sell out very quickly. But I'm going to I'm gonna stop waffling now. But that's the end of uh, Irish events. Yeah. But Back to news. Yeah, yeah, yeah Irish wrestling. Irish wrestling's great. I love it. Take um, away from Paige. Basically, there were reports that she was, you know, getting cleared or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she just tweeted, no, basically. So she's not. Which is a pity, because like, she, was, she was solid enough. I, I never loved her in the ring, but she was... She was at the time the best woman in this restaurant. Yeah, mm. I love the way they re- they people reply to uh, rumors that they returned to the ring. Do you remember when Edge? They said Edge is clear and he's returned to the ring, and he didn't even like make a statement. He just replied, "Going, no, I'm not. Yeah. And no, I'm not." <laughs> it's pretty, you know, whatever. Uh, it'd be nice to have him back, but who knows? Maybe at some stage. Um, but anyway, no. Paige apparently. Paige, oh no, Paige said it like, um, "If you want to give me a new neck, I'll come back." <laughs> She was like, she replied to the guy like, I mean, I will come back if you give me a new neck. Yeah. Do it. Sacrifice your neck for him. That'd be great. That's exactly what Tom Campbell said. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Oh, wow. I haven't watched YouTube at all this week, so I, I don't know. Oh, well, that wasn't this week, was it? That wouldn't have been right. No, I don't know. It would have been the back end of last week. Yeah. Natalia has said that Evolution 2 is right around the corner. About fucking time. I got, that I, show was the best show they had last year. And I'm in the main event. No, I'm probably you're not. No. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, that and like WrestleMania, and um, that and like the first two thirds of WrestleMania 34 were like the best show that they had last what, year. What, the first five hours? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, though, like, so that would be fucking awesome. I would not mind that at all. Plus, bring back Ronda. I don't care if she's pregnant, bring her back. Scarlet Bordeaux, Shoti's Blackheart. Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi Blackheart. They both signed. And someone and else. And a ref did. A new ref. Yeah, which is okay, awesome. Scarlet Bordeaux, there were rumors of that for quite a She's fantastic. Time. I hope yeah. they bring the smoke show on to W because they could really make they, they could really make that something special. In in a in a women's division in an NXT women's division, 
that is entirely based upon fucking how great they are in the ring. Someone who acts like a diva is like the perfect foil. Imagine just like, like although she, she probably shouldn't be. Imagine, Shayna Baszler, imagine Shayna, Shayna Baszler and Neil Schreier in the ring, and they're like, "Oh, we're having an honor honored match. We're yeah. gonna, like we're prop like we're we're about wrestling." And she comes out looking like smoke around her with like all these like it's like she's like a reverse Velveteen Dream. She'd probably come out with a lot of like male escort. You know, like kind of like the way Velveteen Dream comes out with all the women around him. Yeah, she'd come out with like just give me an intergender match. Velveteen Dream versus Scarlett Bordeaux. Fucking hell! Whoa, <laughs> what? That'd be good. That'd be a great. She'd be a one. decent manager for him actually, because she she did a lot of managing in Impact, didn't she? She managed no. She basically her thing in Impact was She's a stripper. Wasn't it? Yeah, she was trying to seduce Falaba. Yeah. <laughs> it was really weird. Impact are weird. Don't ask. Life. Don't <laughs> ask me to explain the storyline of a company who tonight or yesterday night or tonight are putting on Ken Shamrock versus Joey Fucking Ryan. In his feud. <laughs> Look. They fought last night, Joe Ken Shamrock and Joey Ryan. And I'm sure it was a match of the year contender. Imagine Ken know. Shamrock going for a punch and catching Joey Ryan's cock. <laughs> um, imagine catching Joey Ryan's cock. Joey, Joey Ryan did flip someone off a balcony at a Halloween show last week. Standard. He literally went like this. Some guy was standing on a balcony and Joey Ryan had, you know the way he does the thing where he goes, Ugh! and like builds up the power. Yeah. And he basically did the flip but your man just like, Fell off. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, sorry, just, I have, there's so many mega threads about the Saudi situation which we would get on to. We're gonna get on. We discuss first show of the week. NXT. 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 Oh, I love. Um, I love. I, I love the ending to this. Both shows, I think, were much quieter this week. Yeah. As far as like big news went. Turn it. Okay. No, no, put that. Okay. Um, we're much quieter as far as like um, big moments and big shit goes. AEW especially has been getting a bit more quieter as it goes on, but yeah. NXT obviously had you know Finn Balor. And I bet the, I bet the ratings this week basically the biggest game in American uh, sports in American sports in of the year was on. So they both ratings took a big hit. The game seven of the World Series is pretty huge, even though baseball is absolute, it's no Super Bowl. Absolutely shit. Fuck off, you're an idiot. Baseball, what? Baseball is awesome. Baseball is awful. I've been to two baseball games. That's all I've seen. I've never seen it on TV, but it's the most chill sport I've ever seen. Basketball is better. It's the best American sport. Uh, It's better than NFL. That's shit. No, that's boring. Poppy. We get Poppy. Yeah, Poppy. I was so funny. Happy to see her. She's she's interesting. She's good on YouTube. Um, Makes music now. And um, she sang like in the intro of this. She sang an intro and then it landed in D.S. Rice team show. Which is fucking awesome. Poppy, it was great to see Poppy. Irish Rai, fantastic. Because we had Irish Rai versus Candice LeRae, which, man, Candice what, what a strong women's division where you can just take any of them and put them against each other, each other and you're like, damn, that would be a takeover, man. Candice LeRae is really wrong on me. She's really good. Yeah, she's been on the show for a while. She's into England. Did you know that? Okay, we're going to... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's... um. I, I, I was looking at... No, I wasn't looking at... Uh, I saw a clip, it was in some documentary of herself and Johnny Gargano, and I think Gargano said something about it, and she was like, edit that out, and Gargano was just like, oh, it's fine, no one's going to care, no one's going to watch this. (laughs) Okay, okay, let's move on. It's pretty great. Yeah. I I think that's funny. So, if you like Candice LeRae, there is something to the fact. Her suicide suicide dive is great. Have you seen the way when she does a suicide dive, she like pushes the person into the barricade? She's great in the ring. She's gotten so much better as well. I wasn't too crazy about her when she first came on NXT. I thought she was just okay, but she's improved a lot. I think she was in the May Young Classic. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Anyway. I believe so. Um, um, Io Shirai beat her, of course. Io Shirai beat her with um, kind mm. of, yeah. She, and then the thing Rhea is, Ripley came out. The thing is, Io, Io Shirai is one of them heels who doesn't win by 
um, cheat cheat means she just wins by brutalizing people. You have the heels, which is the best type of. You have chicken shit heels and you have heels are who are just that damn good. See, WWE have oversaturated the chicken shit heel so much that I just hate it. Hate. I it. don't like it. I don't like. It's I so I, I like a heel who says I'm gonna beat you because I'm better than you and I'm just gonna like you know the kind of heel who doesn't break the four count. Yeah, that's the kind of heel you like. I like. But like I just. Oh, the kind of heel who you who'll fucking every heel in WWE wins by cheating. Yeah, the, oh, the kind of heel who'd fucking drive your throat through the ropes. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's it's the best kind of heel. Yeah, but anyway, and then Rhea they come out, boots a steel chair out of her hand, and sends her running. And that wasn't this. What we're gonna talk about, come back to the women's division in like two segments. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, it's a fantastic women's division. Rhea Ripley's so good. And every she, it wasn't the end of her week. It was fantastic. No, no. no. And oh, this is a great Finn problem. Balor promised to put Jenny Gargano back in the hospital when he returns. Yeah, he basically just said like, um, "Let's read out this quote." What was what was the quote? The it was, um, "Oh, I was the victim of someone who came along and brought on a new mask." Along yeah. those lines, referring to the Fiend, which is great because you've got a like continuity re- reference to the other the other brand. And Seth Rollins almost Seth Rollins was persuaded to uh, join NXT yeah. this week. We'll see where that goes. I think he's going to turn. I think he's going to turn on the main roster at them Survivor no, but then because, his face. No, because remember when like, heel, the, the fans, the main roster fans are turning on him. So oh, you are tr- turning, they've been turning for Yeah, so while. basically he goes, you turn my back on me, I'm going back to fucking NXT where I was good. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. And then you then you get him cheered as well. Um, But fucking... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he basically was just like, you're going to be watching me from your hospital bed, you pray. Oh, Yo, yeah. you're oh, Johnny you're Wrestling, you're yeah, going to be Johnny, Johnny Watches, watches Wrestling. wrestling. Yes. Great line. Really good line. Great promo. Um, I just heal Balor has instantly captivated me more than face Balor TMZ did. And he was already my favourite person on the roster. He's my, so. You know, did you see the TMZ interview? See the hat he was wearing? It was, no. <laughs> don't see the hat. No. It's just, he's just there, he's like in an airport and he's wearing like this kind of like, it looks like the kind of hat that like, the, the boy from Up would wear, but like non-colourful. It <laughs> sure. Was, it was in black, but it looks like the kind of hat that had like a propeller on the top. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it, it was hilarious. But um, anyway, but like he just goes, yeah, he just goes, yeah, what, did, why didn't you see it coming? And his appearance on W backstage was really good as well. Yeah, we I haven't seen the beauty backstage yet. Is that on the network? Oh, yeah, the promo battles are fucking cringy as fuck. It was like Booker T versus some American footballer. Well, it's Booker fucking T, isn't it? Like, yeah. But then, no, 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 oh, no, no, sorry. They had American footballer against Christian. And he was just like, right. the American footballer was like, you're small. <laughs> it's basically all. Got so, him. Got him good. No, but not like that. But like, it was not the 90s, it. is it? Like, this was a great match. Shane Thorne versus Bronson, Bronson Reed. Uh, Bronson Reed. Flipping hell. Flipping hell. Bronson Reed is good. Um, Reed won though as well. He had like a top rope, like, but like the power bomb from the top rope is great. Thorne came out of the rope, came out of the blocks really quickly with just like running strikes. Really it's, good intensity. It's one of the things you never see on NXT if you're just watching the um, weekly shows. Yeah, like if you're mid Like before this, um, if you're just watching the takeovers, you wouldn't know, but like they always have these like Smaller names slowly make a name for themselves. Yeah, if, like you're mid, if your mid card's different that, typings. Yeah, if your mid card's that good, that's great. I'm pretty sure it was at this episode that we got a thing where um, where Pete Dunn and Damien, sorry, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate were seen walking out of their car towards the arena, and then an interviewer came up and uh, she goes, the, "Tell the, the Pete Dunn was like, tell Damien Priest I'll be waiting for him." Okay, so or we'll find out, won't we? Yeah, but um, that's basically what there was. There was, I think, there was a backstage segment along the lines of that. The women's tag team championships were finally defended, as they were promised to be months and months Kabuki ago. Warriors against my new favorite tag team, Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. Team Kick. Yeah, 
team kick. Which is fucking sick. I'm, it's nice to see Oscar and Kyrie back in the next yeah. ring. You know, when they were best used. The fact that they both have had ACL injuries just, like, bleeds storylines, doesn't it? It just, it just, it, you have built-in storylines into yeah. this. Like, literally, you've, you, you target their knees. And they, that would be my fucking storyline. <laughs> about to set Rollins. He sells his knee every movie. Oh, but no, he, I don't want to shoot he, Seth Rollins. I really he, like him. He forgot, he forgot to sell his knee a lot. <laughs> yeah, remember, but like, do you remember in the WrestleMania match against Triple H, he was like, seven knee for half of it, and then he did like a top rope. Uh, yeah. He made his finisher the fucking knee. Remember that? <laughs> the ribcord knee. That? Yeah, anyway, anyway um, it was a great, um, the Kabuki Warriors are very good. But the big, big moment uh, was after this, Shayna Baszler and, you know, the rest of the Until, four horsemen, when, 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 minus Ronda Rousey, yeah, they all came out um, they started attacking her. Then Rhea Ripley comes out, and then she gets attacked by Io Shirai, Bianca Blair. So there's, everyone's in the ring. Oh, and then, Candice LeRae is yeah, off. And then the most, if you close your eyes and this voice plays, I'm pretty sure he, he does it every time he announces this match. Have you seen this on Twitter? Yeah. Whoa, guys! Game. It's brilliant. It's pretty great. Um, um, no, but that new thing where like he, I don't, I know, I know they want them to move at a full sale, but that new balcony is so cool. Yeah, he looks like an overlord. He's just like war games. And it's, is this the first all women's war games match? But, what a great move! Yeah, because every time there's a women's segment, everyone always brings up just how stacked this yeah. division is. Fucking awesome. as, mu- as much as Regal's war games announcement was, it wasn't the best war games announcement of the night. Daddy Champa. We'll talk about you later. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tyler Bate versus Cameron. Oh, Bates. yeah, Tyler Bate. Uh, I thought he was injured. Fuck you. Fuck you, Triple H. I talked about this last week, man. Fuck you, Triple H. You didn't believe me. Fuck you, Triple H. Um, no, I knew he was fine. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, pretty, it's not Triple H's fault, I'd say. I know. But, like, it's... I don't know. They, um, we're talking about... He was supposed to be at 5th anniversary OTT yeah. show, but then on the day of the show was pulled. Well, listen. so annoying, and they should have... Listen, they had a great match in this place, but it doesn't matter. But anyway... Um, Mustache Mountain. No, they, Mustache they, Mountain they, will be back. You didn't. You didn't. Mm, you were at the merch they? table for the match. So just shut up. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> will they though? They I will, don't know. They will. They they're in Fight Club Pro the night before the November thirtieth show. Is that the Outer Space Odyssey? Yeah, we'll I see. I feel like they probably would have been. Anyway, there. no, they might do like a, I don't know. I'm, anyway. I don't know. I just like I. We're talking about NXT, so we're just. Yeah, I know. I just I don't know. I feel like it might not. Ne- it might never happen. Cameron Grimes, who was going to be known as the man who tries to end the match in two seconds at every match. <laughs> they really are like a worse version of Brock Lesnar for OKT, aren't they? What? They just won the title. They haven't defended it in like six months. They haven't even been on the show. Except Trent Seven. I know it's not their fault. But uh, but listen, listen we're, we're, we're talking about Cameron Grimes. Talking about yeah, you. yeah. Cameron Grimes. Um, he, he beat him, by, which is very surprising. But no, he beat him because of an interference. Yeah, I know. Because Killian Dane <laughs> came in and, and kind of distracted. And Grimes hit uh, his... His um, his cave in it, the move the cave in is a really good move. Yeah, um, but he needs to stop going for it off the bell. It's kind of getting old now. Like um, well he was doing squash matches for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, so but anyway, like that first. Anyway, um, um, and then obviously Pete Dunne. Um, no, but then Dane hit like a running. It was a really rough running sent on into the road, stairs yeah. steps, and he was just like. Tell Pete Dunne I'm looking for him. So Pete Dunne's in two fuses. So next week, it was announced that next week, Damian Priest and Pete Dunne are going to have another match. Makes so sense. if Pete Dunne wins that, it's 1-0. And yeah. now he's entering into another few killing it. Pete Dunne is busy. <laughs> it is insane to think that the mid-card of the NXT has Pete Dunne yeah. on it. It's, what it's, a stacked yeah, show. But the thing is, when you say, when, when I'd say the thing is, when the big when these guys want to make a mark, they're like, who will they go after? Pete Dunne. Yeah. So obviously... Like it's interesting because it will make us tune in next week. This because Killian Dane's going to get involved in the 
Dunn's amazing. So it's perfect. And then this. Oh, beautiful. Undisputed Eras, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish versus Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. Oh. What a great match. Honestly. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, um, they isolated Matt Riddle, but um, they're Keith Lee hot tag. Um, that guy can move so fast. Oh, for Keith Lee is big. unreal. Keith, I love Keith Lee. He, and he sings his own entrance team. And we'll talk about it even more later because, oh my gosh. I want, I, I want to talk through this last bit. All right, wait. All right, go on. So, okay, so basically, Fish and O'Reilly hit the high-low on Riddle for the win because uh, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong distracted him. And um, they were just trying to... They, basically, they beat them up, beat them up after the bell. And uh, Champa made the save. He came out and he whacked them with a crutch, didn't he? Yeah. He just smashed people with a crutch. You know the bit where like Bobby Fish coming out of the top row and he just smashes them in midair with the crutch? And then he just gets in the ring. And Adam Cole's left the belt in the ring. And he just looks at the belt. And you think you know what's going to happen. Hmm. Champa goes over and Keith Lee and Marit are standing in the ring. And I love this because Champa's delivery is so amazing. I'm not going to keep going, but <laughs> Champa just goes over, looks at the belt, pulls away though, goes to the mic and goes, Goldie, you're going to have to wait. Daddy's going to war and chucks the mic in the air. So that's a war Fucking match, right? goosebumps, yeah. But what, who was going to join Lee, well, Lee, Riddle and um, Champa? Because we're getting Gargano against Balor at War Games. What if they... Okay, what if you have Gargano join that team and then Balor join on the team? No, leave it at... Have, okay. have Di, either Dijakovic join them. That makes the most sense. Or Dijakovic join Balor Club. See, this is Which why... I don't NXT, think they're doing it anymore. This is see. why NXT is great. No, because did you hear what happened? What? Where they went, where Keith, they go Keith... Um, you have Keith Lee um, you have did, this week oh, that, that, that's where they planted the seeds Keith Lee they're like you have a tied team match against Undisputed Era pick a partner and Dominic Dijakovic goes up to him and goes uh, oh, I'll be your partner let's do it and he goes nah I want Matt Riddle he's my mate hmm. that's very sad so Dominic Dijakovic obviously has a motive to join another club yeah hmm. maybe he'll join Undisputed Era give him a fifth member no Baller Club Baller Club needs depth I want Baller Club Baller Club needs more than one member yeah, but Banner Club, imagine. Well, I, I or miss... just death, it needs No, like... because fucking Gallows and Anderson are fucking losing their heat very quickly. I don't... I wouldn't... I'd say they're not going to be in it, like. Can't imagine. I just think it should... Mate, um, what about um, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Dominic Djokovic? <laughs> well, look, if we're putting all the best wrestlers together, like... Fuck it. <laughs> Finn Balor, Will Ospreay... Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, Okada. Anyway, okay. Bullet Club. I'm now on to the... AEW. A- Dynamite. AEW. Okay, I just want to call out AEW for this... Um, before we go into these this. fuckers, yeah, what they do. What you know? I referenced it in our Spotify announcement, but fucking hell, when they when they were talking about an announcement earlier, and they were like, "Hint, it's not a video game." Hint, yeah. N- like, if you're gonna make a big announcement, people are gonna be like, "Oh my god, they mean it is a video game," or maybe they're uh, they're coming to the UK for something. Then you say you're going back to. Ja- I mean, you going back to Jacksonville is great on New Year's Day because home, this last of, week. Yeah. home of AEW. I don't care. It's like it's just <laughs> it's just it's so stupid to. It's like it's. Uh, it's announcing where your next show is isn't a big announcement. It's terrible marketing. And plus, Brandy Rhodes can fuck off television. Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, did you see that promo? Where Wait, she where what? she pushed that person over. And then just went like this. She pushed her one. Apparently, the one who she fought, uh, Jamie Hayter. You know, the one that she fought in the squash match. Yeah. Sorry, the one that Britt Baker fought. Yeah. She's having the interview backstage and Brandy Rhodes pushed her over and just goes... And then yeah. walks away. <laughs> and apparently, she's joining the women's division... <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, that's not a surprise at all. Oh. She'll make it. Maybe she'll make an okay step. How could she? Here. How could she go from a person who is promoting like having deaf people at their shows and having rooms for people that 
like are good for hearing to being a per like to what <laughs> to being a self-indulgent owner slash wrestler on the show yeah imagine a um Imagine you're going to reference Stephanie McMahon here, aren't you? Imagine someone owning a company and inserting themselves into it. No, but I'm just saying. Every, every, every wrestling company. It shouldn't happen. In fairness. It shouldn't happen. Well, like, you have Cody Rhodes having a world title. Yeah, but Cody Rhodes is a good guy right now. But he doesn't go out and... He doesn't yeah, so what? You can't, like, go on the show if you're a heel. But I'd say if Cody Rhodes is a heel, he'd say, sorry, I do not want to be on any... Like things that make us the young bucks, Kenny Omega and um, Cody Rhodes have consistently had like the most screen time on AEW, and they're all the fucking owners of it. In fairness, yep. But um, they yeah. Like if Tony Khan got a storyline, or if they did, or if they had like a Ryder Russo like be world champion, like they did in WWE, yeah. then it's too far. But right, I'm, like, like let's yeah. let's just like eliminate all that. Brandy Rhodes is not good enough to be in a wrestling ring. Just yeah, simple as. Like I don't know. I haven't really seen any of her work to be honest. Simple as. But all right, let's wait and see. I, I, she seemed like a nice right. person. On to Di- the summer. good bits of Dynamite. Helen Page versus Sammy Guevara. Guevara. It was okay. I don't the know. Spanish God. Um, didn't really do anything. Great finish. This crowd was a little weaker than usual, I yeah. thought. Um, Which doesn't help. Well, a, a, like a lot of wrestling moments. They had the just Halloween. okay, could be masked by a really hot yeah. crowd. Um, Hangman Page did like a... Like... Sammy Guevara looked like he was going for a running move and then Page hit the um, buckshot lariat for the win. That's a great finish move. Yeah. Um, Page is showing tendencies that he's turning heel. I would prefer Guevara to win as well. Pa- Hangman Page might turn heel, but we'll see. I think I probably should have turned him heel a while ago. I think Hangman Page is going to join the inner circle. That'd be six members, though. That's a lot. Yeah, I know. Um, but anyway. Um, Akira Shida versus Sana. Or is it Sa- Yeah, Kaya? Shana. Shanna. Anyway, um, I like uh, Hikaru Shida is really good. This she, women's division isn't the best. Yeah, it's not great. We've talked about this before. Can we just yeah. say? Because um, I don't really like Nyla Rose. I know we probably sound really bad not talking about. I much, don't but like, like most Rio's most matches, podcasts yeah. probably didn't talk about this much. <laughs> it's just straight up like it's. Um, I didn't have time to watch the full show again, which like it doesn't help that I can't record it because it's not on like a, sta- a station. Yeah, with, like, Sky yeah, you have to get like extra channel things. Yeah, um, so, like, but anyway. Um, so I had to watch it on YouTube highlights. Um, Sheeta like, Sheeta hit a running knee strike. Rio uh, is supposed to be great, right? Yeah, people love her. Hasn't impressed me at all. I've only seen her on Dynamite, so I can't I can't speak for like her work outside of it. Can't speak for her work even in the pay per views. Has not impressed me at all. We're just waiting. Do you remember when you said like Matt Riddle hasn't really impressed you, and then he had that breakout match? I really hope this is the same case with the women's division as well. Oh, that's it. That's the hope. Like, like that. Because they need, know. like you said, you said Matt Riddle and, and Ricochet didn't impress you until they had well, a breakout match. He still hasn't had yeah, the best one. Well, Matt Riddle had that breakout match a few weeks ago. Let's hope all of the women's division get some sort of. <laughs> it's not impossible, but just a lot of the time when people go on about someone like this, yeah. for me, it never lives up. Like your Rusev's. Give me a great Rusev match. Go on. Roman Reigns in the cell. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> it's not like, a great match. Got you. It's not a great match. I'm, I'm joking. I'm okay, thanks, bro. I don't. It's free on YouTube. There's a reason why. It's not it? Oh, they have a lot of free matches. They always YouTube. do that now. They, yeah. Every time they're building those papers, they just trail free matches from the said paper. That's them. totally fine, I think. Because, like, who, in reality, who is paying to watch? Who's paying 13 year old? They, they have some good matches up there, so. They have the triple threat from WrestleMania with the three women. Uh, they have the Daniel Bryan triple threat at WrestleMania 30, though. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite matches ever. But anyway, um, Shakira. Shida. Hikaru Sh- Shida won with the running knee strike and yeah. got her win back, but I didn't really remember much from this match, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, it sounds really bad, but it's just the way it is. <laughs> like, I don't know. 
It it doesn't help, of course. Like like the the WWE Women's Division, you could argue like a lot of the time in ring isn't the best, but the storylines with like Becky Trident. Yeah. Because they're just starting, they don't have any real storylines yet. Yeah. That's I think the the biggest flaw. That, I want I love to see a year from now what their women's what what their women's division is like. Yeah, who's going to be on top? They need a mid card women's field as well. That's when they need the depth. Uh, Which is I don't think you need no, one but would like necessarily. Hopefully, in a year's time, they will have like in a the two option hour show. to do that. They have the option to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, but in a in a two hour show, I don't know if you could yeah. fit it in. Although it would be nice because w- like, look, WWE could make five or six feuds with their women's division if they wanted. Yeah. They could have they, a. They could. They shouldn't. But no, they but could. no. But I'm just saying. Like, if you're bringing in, I'm NXT, just saying sure. ter- like if we're comparing it to AW. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, this was a bit weird. They cons- do we have consistently have enough for both a Raw yeah. and SmackDown feud? Yeah, this was a bit. This was a bit strange. Santana Ortiz attack the Rock and Roll Express. Why are the Rock and Roll Express here? Were they major uh, dusters? No, they were presenting the belts to the winners. No, of the No, I main know, event. but like, why are you bringing them in? Because they're. It's like, just more names that are. They're just. Associated they're seventy-year-olds who flipping like do like Canadian destroyers and shit. And Ricky, Ricky Moore. Were they mates with like Cody's dad? Let's see. Yeah, probably. They were in that territory days. So anyway, they're probably oh, like if they're in the territory. Like yeah. your, Ricky, your man Ricky Moore is famous for like leading and wanting to take mad bumps through the stage and shit. So obviously the yeah. uh, Santana and Ortiz, they've had the tag belts. What do you think? Well, we'll talk about tag belts later. Actually, anyway, um, what do you think they look like? Yeah, um, they're okay. I, I'm not. They're probably the belts I like the most out of any AW belts. Of yeah, I don't like the main title particularly. Uh, Santana and Ortiz yeah, look like I think it's very busy looking Santa, I don't like the women's Santa, one at all Santana and so yeah. Ortiz look the kind of guys you see outside in like <laughs> it's just yeah. not a photo <laughs> they just look they're yeah. good I like them I, re- I really I really I hope they I don't know what they're called they're called do they have a tow- oh they're known they're known as proud and powerful now really yeah um, uh, LAX LAX was such a good name anyway. it's much better um, even like just buy it off them yeah. anyway um, Young Bucks made the same no, yeah, but they they power bomb Ricky Morton through the stage. <laughs> well, they yeah did some sort of bomb, and then the young bucks made the save a bit late, lads. <laughs> he was in the air for about five minutes. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was okay. The books, um, presumably it'll be the books versus LAX or something. You know, yeah. at full gear. Yeah. When is that? November 9th? Oh wow, that's yeah, this week. Wow. Okay. So we have Thrilling. we have AEW and Logan Paul versus KSI. Yeah, a pro. In a, in My brothers wasn't that James. KSI and Logan Paul in a pro fo- professional boxing fight. There is ex world champions on the other. It's happened before. It's not going to They're both. They both look like they're actually decent boxers now. Logan but, and KSI. Yeah, they actually look like. I'm they're, sure any actual boxer could actually kill. Them. Yeah, well, that's obvious. Yeah. But that, that, there's a reason they're fighting each other. But I they they are selling out the Saber Center. So fair play to them. Anyway, we're not talking about that. Imagine now, time for the Rick and Morty segment. We were promised. Yeah, it was, and this, this is, is live action, wasn't it? Well. This was live action, like it wasn't animated. This is brilliant, yeah. It was the f- it was best friends in Orange Cassidy dressed up as Rick and Morty. There was two. Just, was there two Ricks or two? There was two Mortys. Yeah, it's, it's two Mortys. No, no, there was two. No, there's two, two Ricks. Ricks. Yeah, because there's and, multiple uh, Ricks in the show. And on uh, what is that? Did, did you see the? Did you see the? Oh, you would love. Did you see the being the elite where they had the Halloween the Halloween special? No, I haven't. Oh, you've got to watch it. Okay. Oh, it's it's amazing. Basically, in this week's in this week's being the elite, the. Uh, Beretta was like I didn't want to be I told you I didn't three weeks ago I didn't want to be Rick mm. <laughs> he's just I don't want to be Rick he's yeah, yeah. Anyway. I can see why he wouldn't want to be Morty but Rick's like the best one you know um, so man, anyway, I hope that show's good when it comes it back. was then against QT Marshall and um, QT, QT Marshall was the guy who's 
Do you, do you Any remember? noise you heard there, by the way, is like moving stuff because Rain's getting a new bed. <laughs> he's broken from all the sex. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? I'm kidding, he's a virgin. Do, do, shut the fuck. Do you remember? Um, do you remember the like road to road to shows? Remember the road days? See, I didn't. I, I've never watched an episode. Basically, of TV, but I remember this QT Marshall guy works backstage. Okay. And he's one of like Cody's like biggest. Joker, he's biggest. He's like the big. He, he's like he's one of like the biggest like backstage uh, officers. Like he like he works on all the office work. Okay. Basically, he was a part time wrestler as well. So John Silver, Alex Reynolds, and QT Marshall, because they're finally giving QT Marshall like a bit of a wrestling role yeah. against Trent Beretta, Chuck Taylor, the best friends, and Orange Cassidy, dressed as two Ricks. Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor were dressed as Rick, and Trent Beretta was dressed as Morty, and it was very funny. And Orange Cassidy did his hands in his pockets dive with two people. Which is insane. At OTT, they have people who, like, help catch dives. you got to complain. Orange Cassidy could have done that, and it would have been amazing. Dude, it gives a shit. Anyway. It's but, comedy, you to be cool. Anyway, fine. but it was amazing. It was great. Um, uh, the, t- the wigs kept falling off. It was hilarious. Well, yeah. Orange Cassidy doing a doing a dive in like a Rick outfit. It's, it's cool seeing Orange. Um, I do like him. I like that. That's my fit. What's it called? Soul food. Soul they had they have such good moves. It's soul food into the half and half. Half and half like it's like this thing. that's like half cream and half milk in America. Um. Okay. Sure. Yeah. It's just like their moves are just like because they're they're obviously big like southern yeah. like big southern guys. Texas. And I think they're one of their moves is called a. Have you heard the call? It's like a shucky ducky. The shucky ducky quack quack. No, it? it's the shug. Oh. Shucky ducky quack quack. Oh, it's a sh- it's a shucky ducky something knee, but it's really it's oh. really good. And they hit the uh, slice. What did they hit? What did they have to win? Was it slice bread number two? Yeah, it was. No, no, it, was, it wasn't. It was. It was strong zero. Yeah. Best friends put silver away for a strong zero for the pinball. This is quite fun. Yeah, no, it's not a surprising result. But it put over Rick and Morty as well. So fair enough. <laughs> I think Rick and Morty's already over. Yeah, but it put them over. Uh, um, and Jericho this is great. signed a contract for their full gear main event. So basically, at the start, at the start of the show, we this had... Is, was we, this the main event? No? No. no. At the start of the show, oh, yeah, at the start of the show, we had this kind of like thing where like uh, Dustin Rhodes said goodbye because he was, he was going to the arena. And um, who was it? Was it Tony Schiavone? Probably. Yeah, Tony Schiavone and him got uh, Cody on. You know, he pack. commentated in WWF. Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah. Cody, in the uh, um, Cody and Schiavone got into a taxi, and Dustin said he'd see him at the arena. Yeah. So basically, they had all the way through the night, like Cody doing like an interview in the taxi, which is really oh, cool. Okay. And talking about like his dad, talking about his dad and all this sort of stuff. So they had them going to the arena, and then Jericho dressed like a pumpkin. Like in his like punk shirts. Oh, it was the Halloween special, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, that's where they're all dressed up. Oh, I'm a fool. The funny thing was. Jericho called Tony Schiavone Tony Schiavone. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Schiavone. <laughs> and he was just... Um, and then, did you watch the segment? Uh, no, I didn't see this one. Basically, like, they... So it's just like, ah, it's probably... He, no, he was, like, he was like, oh, you probably want me to... Uh, no, it wasn't. No, he didn't get involved. All contracts are... He goes, you probably want me to flip this table. Oh. And Jericho goes, we're not doing that. And they just... He goes, shook hands. And Jericho was like, calm down, hillbillies, as they asked for, like, a... As, they, as the crowd asked for a brawl. Oh. So then Jericho said he'd see Cody at the pay-per-view and offered his hand. And they, like, and, and Jericho pulled in Cody for, like, when they, when they shook hands, like, for face-to-face. And then uh, Jericho goes, uh, I'll let you go now. You have something to deal with. Uh-huh. And he looked up on the Titan Tron and Sammy Guevara's out there. And Jake Hager's attacking Dustin Rhodes. Sammy Guevara, did he not just lose? No, yeah, but he, he just later on. He was, he was like this. He was like, he was kind of like, and he was like, uh, you should probably uh, look what's going on over here uh, in the car park. And 
Uh, Jake Hayer was uh, beating the crap out of Dustin Rhodes and he did a low blow in reference to his UFC fight. Fuck off. He, no, he, he was up against the car and he did like, he kneed him in the groin and then he put his hand in the car and smashed it shut. So yeah. Dustin, and there's a cast on Dustin. Smashed his groin shut? No, smashed his arm. <laughs> smashed his arm. And he smashed Top his... his balls. No, he smashed... He, uh, just, just, Dustin, <laughs> Dustin Rhodes actually had a cast yeah. on this week. Yeah, did he? Yeah, yes, he has like a pop plaster cast. Every week he comes out and there's just more and more casts. <laughs> anyway, he, just, he, he has it signed by everyone. Oh, that's has, great. Anyway, um, yeah, and uh, Cody and MJF arrived on the scene to, say, uh, to see how he was. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's building up. It's, it, it was a great segment. Yeah. I, I can't really describe it word for word. But Next we had it. Kip Sabian and the Hybrid 2 versus The Elite. The, the Elite. Elite. Chicka-cha. Anyway, I hate that um, so much. You said that every week. Anyway, it's so but the basically, when they change it, the story stuff, of right? this was Kip Sabian was like, in order to get to the top, we've got to beat the. In order to be the elite, we've got to beat the elite. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, so it was a really good match. Kip Sabian, the man, you gotta beat the man. Uh, Whoa! Also, <laughs> is, also, he, is he still suing WWE? Rick? No, he owes he owes WWE so much money. <laughs> it's not. Nah, wouldn't be surprised. No, 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 he doesn't. He's, he's do you not know? Do you know the story that he? When he got a check for his WrestleMania match with Shawn Michaels, remember, remember the "I'm sorry, I love you." Yeah, he handed it straight back because he owed, he was so in debt with the company. Oh, that's a pretty. He good. had to hand the check straight back. And then he went to TNA. Yeah, but anyway, um, all six members of this were fantastic. Kenny Omega came out as Sands from Undertale because of yeah. Anyway, good game. Um, yeah, it was a great match. Good man. And the Young Bucks came out was that thing that they were in like the second week. You know, the Street Fighter kind of thing. Oh yes, that wasn't that wasn't a weekly show, was it? Wasn't that? Um, oh, that was a uh, that was a uh, Fight for no, Fallen or uh, what was the games one? What was the games one? Street Fighter. No, what was the games conference the one? Oh, the games conference. No, like, no, remember the E three or something? No, know. where they had like the they had the Michael Nakazawa Street Fight with all the like video game and the Lego. What was it called? The second pay per view before Fight for the Fall. Yeah, I'm trying to. Um, Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest, there we go. Great match. Great match, obviously, as you'd expect. Yeah, it's kind of The V trigger has to be the most dangerous thing. Yeah, I, I prefer Seth Rollins' version. Did you The knee. The rib cord knee. Did you see Joey Janela's side of the rib, uh, the V trigger last week? Mm. Where he just like lay on the rib? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. Was um, oh, we didn't get to talk about it last week. Yeah. Um, V triggers, V triggers, one wing Daniel, Evans away for the win. Um, um, Santa, yeah. sorry for the noise. He has no consideration for that. There's a podcast going on. Um, uh, Santana and Ortiz, <laughs> Santana and Ortiz appeared at the stands and like pulled the young bucks into the crowd. They had like masks on. They yeah. love their masks. <laughs> Whatever. And then they just beat him down to Omega made the save, of course. Yeah, um, solid. There's a whole lot of beatdowns and then making the saves, isn't there? Yeah, so uh, it's, you know whatever. This was great. Peter Avalon came. John out. Maxley. The li- no, the, John the, Maxley. Yeah. The librarian came out and was like, "Shh, I went to this library and I saw this book." And then John, Mo- all of a sudden, you hear John Moxley come out. He paradigm shifts Peter Avalon. Yeah, and then just goes on a brilliant. He goes, he goes on a brilliant promo. He's like, "I'm the baddest son of bitch in this cage, I'm and I'm sickest son of bitch, bitch in this cage. cage, and there isn't a person in the back that's going to prove me wrong." And the emotion was brilliant because yeah. obviously he's angry that it's an unsanctioned match and not going to count towards record. But he said, "The blood. Be careful what you wish for, uh, because the blood of Kenny Omega is on your hands, Tony." I hope it lives up to it. He, I really do. I don't know if it will. Though. He telling this. He told the Turner executives to stay out of his way as well. Yeah, brilliant, fantastic, 
Unreal. I really hope it lives up to do you really, what it could be. Do you hear that there's a rumour that they... Do you know the main event is like, there's judges? Did you hear about this? What? The main event... It's, it's, if, if there's a draw, they do... It's basically like a use. They're doing judges. If, so if, if there's not... No, someone's, someone's going to win by pinfall, but if they don't, they have like scorecards. And apparently, there's a rumour that one was going to be Terry Funk. <laughs> I hate that so much. But anyway, just have it be fucking time limit draws. So shit. Anyway, I hate them. anyway, that if you want a time limit draw, this for Jericho. If you want a time limit draw, have an Iron Man match. Yeah. And did you hear about the unsanctioned? Did that. you hear about the unsanctioned? Uh, the unsanctioned match could like they could like there was rumors that they could like take all the crowd out and have it in like an in like or some a stud. Oh no, that would be organization. Oh no, sorry, nightmare. sorry, sorry. There was something where they were they're gonna have to put the lights up. They're gonna have the lights up and they're gonna have like people packing up and shit. Because it's because it's not part. Of <laughs> what like what do you mean packing? No, like it's just like, like, it's just no, the main event. When, when, no, Moxie and Omega. When they go backstage, it's gonna be you know it's unsanctioned. Yeah, they're gonna try and make it seem like it's not part of the show. Where they're gonna be like beating the crap out of each other, and they're just gonna like there's gonna be no ref. I don't know. Apparently, they're trying to make. How do you it. win then? Do you win by pinfall? I I'm, listen. I've no. Dave Meltzer was saying there was rumors about like how they're gonna book this. Well, look, look at look. I, I, I hope that judges thing isn't true. I assume the, the unsanctioned is, is just like a no, way. Of, the judges thing is true. That's I hate that so much. But anyway, less. Um, AEW was solid, but NXT wins this week. Was that the main event? I thought there was something else. Yeah. Oh, it was the tag team championship finals. You dope. Sorry, it was um, new champions. The crowd was SCU. dead. I called it, didn't I? I said it. As I well. called it. I said it as well. Yeah. The crowd okay. was. The crowd is dead for this. It was a great match, but the crowd was so dead. The bo- basically the big boiling point came when. Pentagon hit a powerbomb on Kazarian, right? Yeah. He drove him through a timekeeper's table and it looked rough. And the best bit, right, there's a camera shot of Kazarian and he's looking down, right? Look, he's look, he's looking down on Kazarian and Kazarian's just there and the, the cable, one of the cables from the camera is in his mouth. So he's like out cold and the ca- the cable's like in his hmm. mouth. Was there judges for this? Uh, no. So Did, why, why are you... No, because... Has it been officially said there's going to be judges Look it up, for it? look it up, because I'm pretty sure there's... All right, I will. But I just. But anyway, um, so um, it was a great fast-paced match. That it would, but the crowd was so dead. The Lucha Bros went for a, like I said, the weeks crowds that they've had so far. The Lucha Bros went for a double stomp pile drive, but they didn't get it. And Kazarian finally made the save when, uh, um, basically, uh, Scorpio Sky rolled him up, and Kazarian uh, held off Phoenix for the win. So SCU are your new. AEW this is not the tag team champions the the judges thing yeah Terry Funk fuck off that's so shit when that happens it's gonna fucking kill my buzz anyway okay um Lucha Bro um they won and Scorpio Sky celebrated with a lot of kids who were chanting SEO on the front row yeah fair enough I'm happy that they're tag champs because they're fantastic it was a great storyline they're fantastic alright WWE's big pay per view this week a lot of new surrounding we'll get to after it, but just before, um, I think it was a day or two before before it happened, they announced that we were getting the first ever women's match in Saudi Arabia between. Well, that should be sure. Now, this. rather than have a fantastic match, like rather than bring out the big guns, rather than doing your Sasha Becky, your Becky Charlotte's, Bailey, Shayna Baszler, we got Lacey versus Natalia. <laughs> But they come on and a baby face with baby come face as well. On. It was a baby face with baby face, and they tried to have like a technical masterclass. Um, anyway, can we? Can but we don't let that distract you for, at all. From it's the a big that. Man, It's a big big deal. They they fought in double XL t shirts. It's well, it's a big deal. Did you say? Yeah, 
Saudi Arabia are still arresting women protesting for their rights. Yep. So, fuck off. It's publicity, it's PR, which is what all these shows are. It should be a big thing that women are allowed to do something. Women should be allowed to do what they fucking No, what? No, like, this on its own, I would be like, okay, fine. It's, like, they're not going to jump to, like, 100% equality overnight. It's got to be small steps, and I get that. But it's still, like, women are still being arrested for this shit. Like... It just reeks of PR. All of these events just reek of PR. Because it's the beautiful city of Jeddah, and they keep screaming how progressive it is. Yeah. Fuck off. Well, this that's is, just... This yeah, is okay, pro- wait, wait. Progressive is fucking... So we're covering this match now. Okay, listen. No, we're not covering this match now. Okay, yeah, fuck yeah, it. fine, listen. It to, wasn't the best. Natalia wins, but it was a mo- Natalia was choking up. But yeah. fuck you to whoever in the crowd threw a bottle at Natalia during the rounds. Look, that's going to happen. It happened to Lacey as well. Um, anyway. Not um, everyone's going to be in support of it, but it's still... They had a few technical holds and uh, Lace, uh, Natalia won with a sharpshooter and they, uh, they hugged, hugged and shit and Yep. And some women were happy. I think one woman cried. And that's all... And women. they had... That's, in, like, they that's had, great, obviously. They had a big... They had so many promo packages on Monday and Friday about people like talking about it in the crowd. And stuff. Yeah. And I understand that a lot, and a lot of people, especially women in Saudi Arabia, don't agree with the government's policies. It's not the public's vote. It's the policy of the government rather than like what people actually think. But I just, I hate when they scream out progressive it is when it's like, no, because progressive is when it's 100% totally normal and accepted by everyone in the world that people are trans. That's progressive. Accepting all like, however many genders people say there is, that's progressive. Having two women fight in like full body suits and ridiculously sized shirts, that's not progressive. You know? Ah, frustrates me. But anyway, Natalia won and it was very emotional, but... Let's move on to the rest of this shit show. Yeah. Um, All right, let's go. Come okay, on. Okay, pre-show. We had 20-man battle royale. We're going to face AJ Styles for the United States Championship. It's a battle royale. It's a battle royale. It's a battle royale. It's a battle royale. Eric Young was in it, which is right. Um, and basically, Joe. the dominant thing was basically like Eric Ron and uh, Luke Harper were basically like clear house. Yeah. And then Alberto Carrillo, um, Eric Ron eliminated Luke Harper, turned on him, and then uh, Carrillo eliminated. He didn't turn on him, like he just turned on him in the battle royale. Yeah. Then Carrillo eliminated Eric Ron to win. Well, so Umberto Carrillo will face Umberto Carrillo will face AJ Styles on the main show. Yeah. Okay. Um, our first massive misstep of the night. Well, the championship match: Kane Velasquez versus Brock Lesnar. Kane Velasquez is That's a stupid theme. Kane he Vla- doesn't look like a wrestler as well. He's weirdly shaped. Kane, really Vla- Kane Velasquez was great in the AAA debut, but he is been penciled in for a serious knee operation for ages, and this is why he couldn't fight a proper match. And they had him. It's like it was like a minute long squash today. Basically, basically out. they were doing some sort of UFC thing where they were like, like scouting each other out yeah. for about a minute, and then Cain Velasquez threw a kick. If I'm not wrong, threw a kick at his stomach, got him to the ground, and then Brock Lesnar locked into Kamara and Cain Velasquez, former UFC heavyweight champion, tapped out straight away. Fuck off! Fuck off! Apparently, he signed like a big deal or whatever. Although we haven't seen him since. Yeah, because he, oh no, apparently he, he's a lot of respect has been gained for Velasquez because he stayed back with everyone after. Oh, I'm like I'm sure, but like because he stayed, he didn't he didn't go on like those private planes like the rest yeah. of the higher up dickheads. Cool. Oh, I don't know if they're dickheads. Um, I'd get out of there if I could. Mm. Fucking, but just like what a waste of a debut match. You could have had a Ronda Rousey moment, but no, fucking piss off. He tapped out. He, like, it wasn't even like a knockout victory or something. He tapped out. Yeah. So fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, I don't know about you, but I don't really want to talk about Raw. I think we're going to do... Um, raw? Uh, raw? Raw wasn't... Raw wasn't... Raw... We'll talk about the one bit of Raw that was good. 
and then we'll talk. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about we're SmackDown. A little bit of Raw. And we're going to talk about the Super Show. We're going to talk about Super Showdown for about fifteen minutes. Super Showdown. The, no, sorry. The, the, the plane ride, whatever the plane situation. Oh like, yeah. Well, we'll see how long that takes. Because there's been a lot of fallout for that. That hasn't yeah. been still out of stock. But anyway, um, Mysterio came out and attacked him with a chair, and that kind of ended the segment. Fucking piss off. Honestly. Yep. I don't want to see Brock Mysterio. They have wasted what could have been an amazing Survivor Series match by giving us Brock Mysterio, which is so annoying. I think it might have been around here they announced that, which was an incredible announcement. Survivor Series this year, Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. And we will get back to that in a minute. Great decision. Fantastic. I yeah. Like, that's really clever. Yeah. It does halt all the NXT storylines for a little bit, yeah. but I don't give a shit. It's going to be awesome. Can we be brief with some of these matches? Um, some of them, yeah. All right. Okay. This match went from for a good half. This an hour. pissed me off as well. Horrible booking decision. The tag team turmoil match to determine the best tag team in the world, or whatever the fuck. Basically, you want to call it. for the first bit, let's let we're gonna skip straight to the last two teams. Tag team shit happened. Okay. Well, here's why you need to skip to the end because the last two teams fighting each other. They were the last two teams that entered. Yeah. There was no Iron Man team. There was no cool underdog story. It was just a couple of matches and then the first team were they were they were both relatively fresh. It should have been Kofi Kingston and Big E were doing it in honor of Xavier Woods. Oh, we're the Iron Man team. Flashing back to Kofi's gauntlet success and then the Viking Raiders win. Or sorry. Or the well, or the OCB yeah, team New Day the OC and then, one. And then the OC shouldn't have won. The Viking Raiders should have won. They're no, I'm fi- no, I'm fine with the OC winning. I don't care because I um, if they book the club well, fine. I don't really give a shit. I don't. I'm not particularly fond of the Viking Raiders either. I wasn't like I saw their NXT takeover stuff and I was like, oh, okay, there's better tag team stuff. And they haven't done anything in the main roster except squash matches, so I don't care about that. It's just what a stupid way to book it. It should have been Kofi versus the OC. Kofi and Biggie versus the OC, and that's how you fucking take Kofi out. I'll have one of those. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Harry Bowles. Yeah, I didn't... I just didn't like how long this match was. And it was fucking... Like, it just... What a waste of a Halloween. <laughs> anyway. Um, Anderson and Gallows won. And they lifted the trophy above their heads. I don't think they had a rod. And then Shane McMahon came out and cashed in. <laughs> Oh, these Saudi shows are so frustrating. <laughs> They're so bad. Like, there's, there hasn't been the okay, barring the first Saudi show. No, you know what? There has not been a single Saudi show with not they, that didn't have massive controversy surrounding it. You had originally it was because of women. Then you no, had Kishol Kishodi. Kishodi was first. Uh-huh. No, it wasn't. That was second. Mm. Um, and then you had the Undertaker Lesnar match. Undertaker Goldberg match. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Which is big and controversial, and we're gonna get to it. The fucking plane incident. What is happening? Why? Oh. Yeah. Why? Anyway. Anyway. Anderson and Gallows win. It was there was just no. Kieran saying there's what we what's your main complaint? There's just no story in this type in this. In the was, la- the in this Torma match, the last two teams were the two freshest teams. What is the point? What is the point? Let's go on to a bit of positivity. You know what? Yeah. Um. The man who comes around. Probably the best match in the show. This man is like Santa Claus. Just Cla- pure work rate. Mansoor is like Santa Claus. He only comes around once a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Mansoor, he looks like Sarah Rollins. And he? they forget about him. <laughs> um, Mansoor versus Cesaro. Really solid match. I was really happy with this. I've got to say. Cesaro is brilliant at, carry, at making someone look a star. And The first thing this match that Cesaro said in a long time where I've been like, okay, I can see why people think he should be a champion. Ilya Dragunov. 
To NXT TakeOver. Oh, shit, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, that's fair enough. Anyway, Cesaro was brilliant at putting people over. And but let's just be honest. Cesaro carried Von Sword in the match. He, he, oh, he, that's unfair. No, no, no. Cesaro was the person. Cesaro was definitely the person who called the match. I'll just say that. Well, they all get super produced right now. Unless it's Cena who calls it. Anyway, Mansoor's facials were fantastic. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna give him props right now. He well, his facial just like Seth Rollins. I mean, it's disturbing. His oh, facial expressions are amazing. I'm just saying. The story was Cesaro, Cesaro was wearing some like. Streetwear. <laughs> Streetwear. <laughs> yeah. And it always looked like Cesaro was going to win. Like, everyone was like, oh, of course Mansoor is winning. But Cesaro got some serious knee fall, near fall. Yeah. Mansoor was easy picking. Yeah, Cesaro went up for a gut wrench. Powerbomb, but the babyface counted into a powerbomb. And then he had a, he had a really nice moonsault. Mm. I got the win. And then he, he did the exact same promo he did at the last one. And now he's going to be yeah, forgotten until did. next year. Well, that's fine. Whatever. He's like, he loses on NXT a lot. Um, okay. Okay, here's another stupid fucking. Why I I had, I liked the guy as a boxer, but this was stupid, and the ending where he no sold the fucking power slam, really annoying. He had a great entrance, Tyson Fury. This is Tyson Fury, brother. Mm-hmm. He had a really good entrance. He's a big showman, and he, you know, he actually clearly trained for this. Mm-hmm. He's actually seemed like he's okay in there. But the ending is very frustrating. Because it was... Not the, not the punch, I hope. I, th- I think the punch. He did a drive-by. <laughs> no, well, that was, yeah. Yeah, um, but, like, he's a boxer, so he's obviously going to win with a knockout. Well, he should... It was he a sh- count out. It wasn't... Yeah, point. but he, he should have knocked him out clean the ring, is what you were saying. Exactly. Why would you... I'm sorry for eating all your hair, but... You're fine. Oh, that's a lot of... Don't even know. Well, yeah, he should have won with a knockout in the middle of the ring. He should have done where... You know, Strowman... Wouldn't it have been great to finish? He goes for a clothesline and Fury ducks and just hits him with a right hook and knocks him. Much out. better than just like. Because it was Strowman going. They were both out of the ring. Tyson Fury went in. Strowman climbed up the apron. Bang, right hand. Um, big show finisher, obviously. That's what they were clearly referencing. Yeah. Well, um, anyway. <laughs> what happened after the match was annoying. And Countdown. Yeah, Countdown was annoying. Strowman goes into the LT back, hits a parasol. Fury gets up straight away and goes around and goes, Come back, you pussy. <laughs> Look, it's over. It's done. We don't have to see this again. We don't have to see horrible, he probably, he probably horrible homophobe, um, sexist Tyson Fury back. So that's totally fine. Fuck off. Get out of here. I love Saudi Arabia shows. A little bit. Um, we then had... We just saw this. He, I didn't see this much. Cause I, I think this was like when I tapped out. I was like, I... Yeah, I you know. said on the camera, you're just going to go. Fantastic as well. Yeah, I watched some stuff later. It was though. great. AJ Styles defending the championship against Roberto Carrillo. Mm-hmm. They're pushing him hard. Well, he's going he, Yeah, he's going he, to... They, they, they pushed Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy hard and they didn't go anywhere, so... Um... Yeah, they had Buddy Murphy beat Dan Bryan. <laughs> okay, Buddy Murphy also, yes. I don't know about Cedric. They gave him a mini push. But it was so stunted. Anyway, this was just a typical, like, Styles match. Like, it was really good. Really good, yeah. really, really clean. What do you expect from Styles? Styles in a good wrestler is going to make a good match, presumably. Yeah. Really clean, promo form. Unless it's Kevin Owens. Promo form wins. Kevin Owens should be in the War Games match. Okay. Triple, yeah. Triple H said it more to come. Yeah, did he? Okay. Hmm. Oh yeah, we forgot to talk about Corey Gray's podcast. Sound quality, awful. 
Are we want to talk? Did you hear? No, did you hear about? No. Probably great. No, I'm gonna put this on. Okay. Um. And uh, so solid match. Yeah, he, he had half shoot, half like, half shoot, half. That's the most part, yes. Um, core. It's a, no, it's a WWE produced one. Oh, oh, they're using the New York offices with that, I think. Which is interesting. After the bell, after the bell, here it is. We should probably keep going. Corey. Don't. Where can I? Oh my gosh. Fucking give me a pop-up ad for Saudi Arabia, you prick. Where can I watch this, actually? Oh, it's, it's live on the network now. Oh, no, sorry, that's the bump. Never mind. Oh, here it is. No, it's not that. No, that's no, that. That's him on. That's him on oh, Sam Roberts. Hey, we'll look at it later, and we'll talk about. Yeah, it yeah. We'll Talk about it next week. Um. Okay. Apparently, apparently it's terrible. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. We've already gone about it. And it was Natalia Lacey, which we've talked about, and then. Wait, gate. They gave it an A. Fair enough. Look, I, I can see why. This was the best of the. Um, WWE just can't make bad five and fives, can they? And this is Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Surprisingly entertaining. Did Hogan get involved physically? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Neither of them did. As far as I know. It was decent. And the big dog... Did you... Oh my god, the best bit about this. Did you see this Michael Cole went to do the... The big dog. And the Gre- big dog. And Greg Hamilton just interrupted him with the, annou- with the ring announcement. Because <laughs> he went to go... Everyone was like, the MVP is Greg Hamilton for interrupting Michael Cole's the big dog. Good. Because he goes... the bi-, And then Mike, uh, he was like, introducing to the ring. <laughs> the big dog. Um... This was actually a surprisingly solid match, as I say. It was fun. This wasn't mind-blowing by any means, but, you know, it was fun enough. Still an off, I like Hogan, like seeing him back, but you know what? If you're keeping it to the already controversy surrounded Saudi shows, I don't care that much. Yep. As long as he doesn't win the fucking Universal title off the Fiend at WrestleMania. Oh, he will. He said he wants a match with Vince McMahon. <laughs> I'd hope to see that. Oh. <laughs> An hour-long Iron Man match. <laughs> what are they... What are they even thinking? Like, I... I Sometimes I just don't know. It's not Apple, is it? Yeah, just leave it. Coming up, I'll be talking with the undefeated lineal heavyweight boxing champion. Oh yeah, he goes, we're not going to be like, he goes at the start, we're not going to be like a propaganda machine. Then he goes, oh, we have a Saudi Arabia show coming up. Look. Oh, it's a neat. Okay. Yeah, that audio seems okay. I don't know. At least, not, like, not the end of the world. Although, I guess, if you're a proper fucking multi-billion dollar company, yeah. you probably have better audience. But anyway, okay. Five man. Okay. Shorty G looked like a fucking basketball player. Really weird. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with his gear. Nope. It's very I weird. hope it's not. He is... He's an elite level, Kurt Angle style Olympic wrestler. Singlet is what he should be wearing. Shorty G. Shorty G. Anyway. Um... Yeah, no. The baby face exploded. Range is, 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 you know. is what this is. <laughs> no, you you take it away. <laughs> There's not really much to say, to be honest. It's, it was just like a... It was your standard type of Survivor Series match. Yeah. They've, they've made a mistake in this um, Bleacher Report thing. It says the baby face has exploded, unleashing high-flying moves to the heels, en route to Reigns dropping Reigns with the spear for the win. <laughs> yes, he did. So, like, fair enough. Suicide, I guess. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. Suicide by spear. <laughs> Your, yourself? Oh, not to, I'm not saying I'm going to kill myself. Oh, by, by a spear. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> fucking Goldberg hits you so hard. Like, you sink <laughs> in Goldberg is a shit spear. Roman is the best spear in the business, man. Um, 
Nej, Lars lige så ud til isen. Folks kan tænke over matchen for the Universal Championship. Um, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend. This is better than their summit. Would be good if I could see it. <laughs> no, you know what? They did a better job with the lighting this time. They really did. In, like people are still complaining about it. I still think they probably shouldn't do it. But at times it looked like at times it looked like an Inferno match in a WWE video game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just they the lighting was much much better this time because I could really I could actually tell who was doing what or whatever. It wasn't like so bright that it like bounced off them and like it was really shiny. Um, maybe maybe they didn't have because I know some wrestlers like just pour bottles of water and so before they go out. Maybe they just didn't do that. I, I think I saw Roman. It's in one of the twenty fours. Either like Roman or Randy does it, and I'm like, huh. So that explains it. They're not just super sweaty all the time. Um, this was okay. I didn't love it, to be honest. I wish I did, but I just couldn't. I didn't. I didn't like any of it except for the finish. The finish was fantastic. Yeah. See, the, the finish, finish was fantastic. Where he thought he killed the fiend, and then he like the, no, but he's sit, sitting down. And then you hear like a big explosion. The box falls off, and the fiend just there, and he grabs him. Yeah. Look. He throws him like off the stage. The explosion looks so stupid. Though. Mm. I like that. Uh. Sometimes it looks okay when, but like this time it just looked weird. It looked like there was nothing there to explode when they blew up Vince's limo. Well, okay, that looked really good. Mm. Like that's fantastic looking. But this, like, obviously, this is more like a sparky type thing. But it just didn't look like there was anything there to explode. I don't know. Mm. I prefer the explosions when like they smash into the. Set or whatever, you know. Yeah, when the uh, that sort of stuff, um, but like, yeah, Fiend is new, uni- new universal champion. They're swapping them over. They they did that thing where remember they had an extra pick after um, Alexa and Nikki. Remember well, they remember they were about to say they. You've seen Raw, right? Yeah, they Les- yeah, Lesnar's number. They swapped them over. Yeah, they they announced that the trade was Lesnar for yeah. like Alexa and Nikki. Yeah, now great trade. Yeah, no, they announced that. Yeah, no, because that Fucking that great. that was supposed to be a big announcement on backstage. Supposedly, yeah, but then they pushed it forward because they needed Lesnar for... Let's talk about it. Okay, so... Now they have the jam belt on the blue brand. Yeah, it's so weird. He was going to announce, like... They, they said on backstage, like, the other night, they were gonna, he was going to announce his personal touches to the belt, and I was like, okay, it's either blue or it's that brown one he's been shown on Insta. Oh, it what, should be the brown Oh, what, the fiend? Yeah. That belt is so cool. It's and so apparently nice. it was be when he won the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. It's been around for four years. It was leaked four years ago. Yeah, I know. Um, but no, it's just, he just showed off his new satellites. And it's like... <laughs> okay, so, you know, we've seen Crown Jewel. You go to bed, you cry because it was bad. Um, and then you wake up, and what do I see? A shit storm! Yeah, okay. Not a sandstorm like they normally have in the Middle East. Oh, hey. A shit storm. Oh, hey. I have so many fucking Reddit posts here because there were so many different tweets, and this spun off into something differently entirely, and it's absolutely insane. Okay. Vince didn't get paid. I'm gonna try and find the first one. Oh yeah, where's that? Oh, sorry, that this first. Yeah, Raw SmackDown NXT is gonna be. This is so big. The Jordan Miles narrative has kind of been lost in the show. Okay, crazy. Some notes: since nobody can say anything, WWE has a problem in Saudi Arabia. Talent is not allowed to leave on their flight, and almost. Uh, I'm just looking at Reddit, so like, yeah. Um, and most are still there. Twenty people, twelve of which were talent, have left, but the rest are still there. Twelve. What the fuck? What? Like this? That was insane. You're waking up to see that shit because. You know, Saudi Arabia, don't, like, usually when you miss your flight from Saudi Arabia, 
you don't really get a second flight. They um, could have gone on that show, yeah. Yeah. But then, okay. They're a million dollar company. So all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. The big thing that's like, hang on, this is. They, 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 they David Starr's Star tweet, wasn't it? It was David Starr's tweet. What was it? It was like, you're a billion dollar company, you can't fly a plane. Right? Yeah. Like, the. This is all fishy. People like. So they ever there started being reports. Okay, it's a mechanical issue, but oh. then there was reports that the talents were in their seats, ready to take off, and all of a sudden they're like, "Yeah, the Saudi prince wants to talk to you. Get out of the fucking plane." There was a heating issue. Fucking yeah. Mahmoud cut the fuse. Um, <laughs> is what happened. <laughs> but like, if it was a mechanical issue, WWE just go to fucking Qatar or some shit. Go to like it's not like it's an island. The Saudi Arabia is not an island. You can just get out of there. That's what they're going to do. On the go plane. to Abu Dhabi airport. Like, okay, um, Vince, Lesnar, Hogan, and Flair, they all get in a private jet and fuck off. Lesnar brought Hogan on his plane. Yeah, suppose, I don't, I, I'm, not, I'm unsure of the timeline, whether it's before or after um, everything. Okay, let's keep going. Okay. Okay. What is known so far about the travel issues uh, that have left many of the stuck in Saudi Arabia? This was a post made five days ago. So it's outdated, and I'll refresh your information, but this is what we knew at the time, because this is still an unfolding story. Um, delay lasted for hours. Some had become suspicious of the delay. Initially, it was reported that there was an issue with the Pro Wrestling Sheet. Uh, updated that a second charter fight was being pulled together for top talent so they could make it to SmackDown. 20 people, 12 of which I've said that one. Brock Lesnar, Hogan, McMahon, on the way back. On they were like, they were basically like, SmackDown in 17, and in 14 hours the flight takes 17. They're not going to. Yeah. We, it became very apparent very fast. And we were like, are we going to have like a mini evolution? We didn't know what. what well, more, like there was, um, Mustafa Ali, hang on, I have a Mustafa Ali tweet. He tweeted, with the crazy amount of negatives going on with this travel situation, the one positive is hopefully many underutilized talents oh, will get an opportunity on tonight's SmackDown. I hear them two or five live boys can go. Hashtag chase a Yeah. Fucking sick. That's, that's awesome. Um, didn't happen. <laughs> it, because we got reports that NXT talent were being flown in for which, SmackDown. Which and everyone all of a sudden was like, <gasps> Daniel Bryan versus Pete Dunne, give it to me now. Yeah, oh fuck yeah. Um, but that that was it was kind of cool learning about that. But I was just worried for these guys. Um, PW Insider said uh, Vince left hours before World well, Talent was still. That's just PW Insider said that the majority of those delayed leaving Saudi Arabia for tonight's SmackDown taping will not make the taping because they are now at hotels in Riyadh. No word yet on when they will return to the yeah. United States. Let's just say Dave Dave Meltzer had contact with people with wrestlers inside the company and they were not happy. Not at all. Um, Jim Valley with Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio claimed that it wasn't related to plane or weather issues said it wasn't a plane or weather issue I'm recording with at Dave Meltzer right now we'll have a uh, Wrestling Observer Radio office cards this morning Sean Sapp said that Vince may have had a disagreement in Saudi Arabia with the Prince over and over because they didn't get paid they didn't get paid for the last show yeah apparently, the, apparently they haven't been paid from Russia we'll get to that in a second um, Andrade said bad day in Saudi Arabia hope to arrive before my birth a talent supposedly reading well fed Buddy Murphy tweeted Buddy Murphy tweeted never again fair enough and he had um, to Rusev tweeted at this point in time we all need prayers dot 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 brother <laughs> Meltzer says Vince only no, only Vince knows the real story I don't think anyone but Vince truly knows the rest is speculation but there are uh, those there that I've been in contact with who are still who are still there have a different story. Um, WB made an official statement being like, it's just fucking flights, please stop. Um, 
they arranged new flights, they got it's back. It's not the, just the flights. Day. People are stuck in a fucking country. Yeah. And they didn't immediately, they didn't immediately book another flight as well. Because they didn't know when they were leaving. Talent is fine, Meltzer said, and the flight was leaving in five hours. Let's say, at the start, can we just go back a minute? At the start, they were waiting on the runway for six hours before yeah. they got taken off by the prince. Atlas Air, the charter company WWE used to get one from Saudi Arabia. Like, this is where I'm like... Okay, maybe because they issued an official apology for the mechanical issue. What like the actual company, the actual airline, were like, okay, this is honest. Or do you definitely put money in their pocket to say that? I don't know. It, it's like, it's hard to tell how much of this is no, fact did you fiction. See, oh, and did you? There's, there's did so you, many. Reports. Did you hear the report by Meltzer that? Uh, oh yeah, people. There was officials going around the plane going, "Can you please tweet about the mechanical issue?" Yeah, that, well, that's another thing. Um, do I have it here? Oh, I don't think I have it here, but basically he just said they were trying to get loads of videos of people just saying, like, this is a mechanical issue. Don't worry. To legitimize what they're saying. But it's... I don't... There's... I don't know. PW Insider says that WWE staff and wrestlers who ended up stuck in Saudi Arabia yesterday were flying home in three hours. And there was four further delays. Yeah, there was, there was a bit of a delay, but it wasn't... There was a 90 minute time. delay again. Yeah. But, you know. Um, no, but you can imagine at that time... They've done all that and then they go, we're delayed for another 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah, insanity. And then, okay, it's, we don't know how much of this is true. And Dave Meltzer's, um, his, his sources have been called into question as well, which we'll get to in a minute. There are a lot of mental gymnastics you have to do as to not only is, like, is this an actual thing that Saudi Arabia did, but also is, like, is it just a mechanical issue? Because you've got to think, they're a massive company. They can probably afford to, like, bring them somewhere else and get different flights somewhere else, or just buy up a different fucking plane or something. Um, but then you also have to be like, it could just be a mechanical issue. It's not that insane. It like these shows are cursed when it comes to bad luck and shit. Yeah. And the official airline like put out an apology. I'm not. It's, I, like, it's like the Jordan Miles thing. I just don't know what I'm It's a take massive on. mess. Apparently, people inside have like loads of different stories. It like okay. The, what, the basic debate. The the slowly came out was that um, supposedly WWE have not been paid for their last two shows. Sixteen million. Yeah. Well, like, okay. Saudi Arabia are known for doing this. They've kind of short fucking changed. It's like when people. It's like Canada by five billion. It's like, it's which like, is insane. It's like a uh, it's like a global version of when drug people who are addicted to drugs buy them on a lend and can't yeah, pay them back. Basically, <laughs> WWE are loan sharks. So so Vince McMahon, ballsiest guy take in a, the world. Take out a wangala. <laughs> ballsiest guy in the world. Supposedly, and this is all alleged. I should add because we don't know how much of this is true. Supposedly. Wouldn't like they're doing the show, they just refused to play it in Saudi Arabia for the prince until the prince paid them 60 million. Oh, yeah, the, the first show. hour wasn't on the run, yeah, 40 minutes of it. What the fuck? That is insane. Now, did, now they, did, did they miss Mansoor? No, well, they got the whole show. There are two reasons this may have happened one being, of course, that, but the other one being maybe they wanted to edit out the our, women's match. Our show was played on a delay, wasn't it? I'm, I'm not sure. No, we, it was confirmed. Our show was played on an hour delay. The broadcast that we saw on WWE Network was playing on a delay. It was. I'd be shocked. It was playing on an hour delay. It was confirmed. And then Dave Meltzer finally confirmed that a lot of superstars have contacted them saying that they're fed up and they do not want to be in the company anymore. Um, I think I have that quote here. Meltzer was told by talent, this is a wrestling radio, Meltzer was told by talent within WWE that many are refusing to go back to Saudi Arabia and adding that they cannot wait to leave the company, some of them. 
They can't though because their contract is stupid. Well, when their contracts are up, you know. Um. Okay, they've called it a bad situation. Does not what WWE are going to do moving forward? To do. So. <laughs> Can we move on to SmackDown? Because we're on time right now. Oh, I don't care. This is easily the biggest story of the week. I know. The WWE wise, this could be the biggest story of the year. Yeah. But it's it been led, led to the best. And it's not even done yet because more stuff is like yeah, related to it has come out. Um, WWE wasn't paid according to Meltzer. A forty minute delay, although that has also been called into question. We're not one hundred percent sure that it was true. ninety minutes. I heard. Yeah, um, Lesnar Heyman were not scheduled to be on SmackDown, but because of the lack of talent, they just said they've said it's a really bad tense situation. Um, Styles Styles was on a Mixer live stream. He commented on it and said there was an unspecified issue with the plane that they were originally not allowed to board something with paperwork. They called for a refueling service, but the service the men were told had gone home for the evening. By the time it was sorted out, the pilots were no longer cleared to fly because of their time shift had out, um, and they were asked to find a hotel and wait for the next flight. So that's the reason why they didn't. They thought they'd be able to do it, but they couldn't, which is the reason why they got it. And there was no guns or anything crazy like a hostage situation. His wife called, worried about the rumors. Once they finally got on the second flight home, one of the pilots sat with them in the cabin and explained that, that there was some kind of service issue. He's not sure what happened with Vince and the Royal Fringe, and it's not his job to speculate. That is not him saying it didn't happen. That's what I find interesting. I think, because if it didn't happen, you would deny it out straight. Exactly. Um, he just wants to go to work and do the best job he can and mentions there are a lot of he good people want to go anywhere anymore. and are all on the same team. And he missed his son's wrestling match. He missed his son's wrestling match. I'm just very angry about that, but he's just happy to be home. Is his son a trainee wrestler or is he a um, amateur wrestler? Uh, I, I'd assume trainee wrestler. Um, Carl Anderson's wife tweeted, Carl Anderson tweeted like, couldn't pay me enough to go back. Uh, well, that's not true. I need a second pool. So that the dot and his wife tweeted, second house, not a pool. Second house, not a pool. But don't ever go back again. When we need our daddy, poppy, mother lover, uh, at Banderson, best tag team, etc. Being held hostage while we're not uh, while we're home. We're and then there was a funny video of him sliding into the pool on his kids. Yeah. Try, uh, bike. Imagine, imagine being in the families of these wrestlers. Insanity. Okay, then Dave Meltzer reported the other day, I think two days ago, that there was a big meeting that they held with all the talent, and they were, it was like an open-air meeting, they were just led to whatever. The, the main... It's, it's basically the Triple H Town Hall meeting from last year on SmackDown. Essentially, yeah, except real and serious. Yeah. Um, it, like, I could see why they feel necessary, because the talent obviously don't know. Mm. Um, the, the, the three big talking points are, Rusev asked a question, but no one's sure what it is. Randy Orton apparently cracked the joke. Which Randy Orton... <laughs> no, no, sorry, he did. Um, Three best friends that anyone can. There's my ringtone. Fucking loser. <laughs> what is that from? Uh, hangover. The, the Hangover? It's the Hangover Three Best Friends song. Okay. But anyway, um, um, Randy was like, can anyone hold my dick, please? <laughs> basically. And, but the biggest one was Seth Rollins apparently, allegedly, um, made a big fucking speech that, like, a really bad speech, um, basically licking Vince's ass or whatever. And. Meltzer reported on this, and then Seth Rollins tweeted, and lastly, at Dave Meltzer, W-O-N, you're at, uh, you're at a, you're at a best purveyor of misinformation, oh, you're at best a purveyor of, he forgot a comma, at best a purveyor of misinformation, or at worst, an outright vindictive liar, I hope it's the former, hashtag rah rah, he apparently made a, a, um, a rah rah type speech, you know, burn it down, that type of thing, but, then Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez were like, I can't specifically, he didn't specifically say what he's mad at, so I don't want to say anything against this. And then Rollins tweeted out, and this is what is called, they've sourced into question. 
No, Dave, my problem is that you've been spreading complete lies. I gave no speech. I said nothing before, during, or after the meeting. So either you or your source is full of it. Either way, it's a bold-faced lie, and I, cast, I kindly ask you to quit pushing it. To which Dave straight away just said, very sorry on this. I don't want to spread, mis spread misinformation. That's a... That is like a big thing to fucking he would, say. Meltzer would not release something that... He wasn't sure happened. Rollins himself says that it did not happen. And he said a lot of shit in the past couple of months. That's been pretty stupid of him. I don't think this is the one that's going to like... You know, he's going to be like, Oh, don't get mad. You know? He definitely defend himself. But... Yeah, of course. Like, but like... So it seems at least one of Dave's sources is totally wrong in this. Which calls so much of this into question. Yeah, because which sources gave him which information? Exactly. But he, apparently there was multiple sources. It's so insane, this entire event. Um, that, that only happened in the last few hours. Anyway, who knows what will happen next. Let's try and do SmackDown very quickly. And uh, yeah, this led to the best started. SmackDown I've ever seen. I watched this one live because I was like, oh, you have to. I did well. Yeah. I was, oh, I, 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 did, I did a midnight shift from work making Christmas decorations. And I was very ill and I came home to this. It was brilliant. Reese watched it live. So Reese watched this show. Reese, really? What do you think? He was like, Reem, I was like, Reese, I'm terminally ill. And Reese was like, I'm watching the show. I was like, yes, I am too. And Reese was like, how old are you? Me and Reese just kept sending like all caps locked messages to each other. Because <laughs> it was an insane show. Brock Lesnar quits SmackDown to start off the show. Wow. Okay. I, I, everyone was kind of like, around the speed of error going to come up? No, because it's since been announced that it's Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio. Yeah. What a waste of time. That's two of the highlights. Come on. Um, highlight. The whole show was a highlight. Look, it was fine. And um, we then had Bailey uh, with Tasha Banks versus Nikki Cross, right? For the title. Um, yeah. Bailey, Bailey of course, wins. And then... Afterwards, whatever. I don't want to rush through it, because like, we just went through Raw or whatever. And we're not doing Raw. Yeah. Afterward, Shayna Baszler storms the ring, just like from the crowd, I think. And I'm hitting with some serious moves. Yeah. Like, through a steel post, high knee and everything. And the, like and exited, exited with the NXT Championship. Wow. What it like? That's fucking awesome. Baszler was on Raw as well. Did a promo with Becky, yeah. which was great. David officially announced a triple threat. That's yeah. gonna be really, really good. And um, we then had a small backstage segment where Sami Zayn was just like, "I don't need NXT guys. NXT then, guys are little fucking pussies." Bitch. And then met really and then and really the came Lee and goes, "I used to be in NXT. I yeah. was at the first show. He, I love you guys." He unzips his jumper and he's like, "I got an NXT jumper." Oh, it's not on me. Let me and go to the, the car and get it. And they're like, yeah, we'll come with you. And he's like, yeah, you're going to come with me? And sprints <laughs> the ring and just gets the shit beat out of him. And he it's pretty cool. And some bro chants, which is awesome. Yeah, Marilyn's the bro, Derek. And Keith Lee hits a... Miss TV, where he was interviewing himself. And everyone's just like, oh, no, he's not. Because <laughs> who fucking comes out? Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. Insane. And, and, really and the greatest sports entertainer yeah. in the world. And, and they what blew me away, they announced the match that happened right that second. Champion vs. The Miz. Champion's SmackDown debut. And I was like, no, you, no, it wasn't. The fuck? He fought with Johnny Ariano. Remember they did that? Oh, shit. They were yeah, up for like two weeks. that shit yeah. thing. Yeah, with Ricochet and Alistair Black. That's so weird. Anyway, Champion wins. Of course with he does. Champion wins. It was a solid match as well. Champion wins with the fairy's head ending. I love that. Yeah. Um, Fire and Desire versus oh, Ray Ripley and Tegan, Tegan Knox come out. Who was it supposed to be they were fighting? Oh, it was uh, Carmella and Dana Brooke. And, they, and then, then they beat them up. Ray Ripley just beat no, the no, no. It was Carmella and Dana Brooke, right? And then it cuts to backstage and you see them. And it's Bianca Belair beating the shit out. Yeah, but Car Car Carmella just looked like she was waiting to get beaten up. Well, look. No, I don't think we saw the initial running. We just saw them. Yeah, 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 but anyway. Um, and they just. Wow. Poor Sonya. Did, did you see that finisher move? 
where she has her in midair. She, she, she can't awesome. tap out. Rhea looks she's fucking just shaking amazing. her around with a clover leaf. Like she has such a good look for this. She looks fantastic. I cannot wait to see more of her. That thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Let me let, let me say this. Let me say this. This was good. I wanted it to be Pete Dunne. I don't care. No, this is perfect. This is great. Right, you you can say. So earlier in the night, we had a Brock Lesnar segment or whatever, and he walks out, and as he's walking out, the camera turns, and we see Shawn Michaels and Triple H. You know, I want to get on to Shawn Michaels. He wow. made he made this next segment. He was his there. comedic time, and this was the bit. You know the bit I'm talking about. Yeah, let's go. Um, you liked it. You liked it. Um, fucking right. Okay, and then. Daniel Bryan like, just goes up to backstage. Triple H I don't and Shawn Michaels, Michaels and it's just like what the fuck are you doing and they tease a Triple H yeah, and yeah, yeah, Daniel yeah. Bryan match and me as because as, the Yes Movement storyline got me into wrestling in the first place I, I marked out he was, I like, he was like I don't I, I don't have my gear yeah and, and then he goes like, yeah, Shawn yeah, Michaels in between him in the background he just goes but there's someone you can fight and he turns around and Shawn Michaels is taking off his jump and then he goes and no no he's already taken it off and he turns around and Shawn Michaels goes Oh, it's a little cold in here. Yeah, and he puts it back on. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Oh, like, it's like, yeah. I think Vince wrote the show as well. I didn't call that at all. I thought this was one of the little A little cold. Yeah. And he goes, champ. Adam Cole, baby. I wish he did that. And then everyone just went, baby. Oh, yeah, but he does that. He's so, I, I, how do they tie around him so well? He gets oh. on the apron and just that perfect on the open. Oh, because it goes, no, because... What does it go before? Din, 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 din. This is a go like that, is it? No, because it's not really a build up, it's just he times it to the beat. So, like, din, 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 din. boom! Din, din. Like, they time it to the song. I realized that watching this. Because I, I was always like, hmm, how does everyone know? No, it's time to the song. Um, but anyway. So, we have Daniel Bryan versus Adam, Adam Cole. For the, and he goes, NXT put that title on championship. Oh, my parents, my, 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 my whole family's going to come back soon. Oh, no. All right, okay. great match. Amazing match. Especially um, after when he, the first when break. They, when they, they, did a, they did a David Starr Jordan Depp. You know, they flipped out of the ring. Yeah. There was some serious. And then the fucking me. And Adam Cole being clean. Panama Sunrise. Wow. What an amazing match. No, it's called Seriously. The Last Call. He had Panama Sunrise and then The Last Call. To oh, win. yes. And then in the ring, they had a big thing where Triple H was like, We are NXT. Yeah. And which was the callback to his had, DX. Yeah. And, he, and he, had his, he had his arms around them. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> Shane and Bazer were just on there and Triple H has his arms It was so cool to see these guys all at once. And we got an NXT invasion. I've been asking for it since like 2014. I was just a bit worried that the, like, the war game storylines were like being blurred with them being in the ring. We'll find out tonight in NXT. Yeah, but anyway. Yes, we will. Yeah. That's why you watch it. Anyway, I hope... Do you think Raw and Smite are going to invade NXT? Surely. Main event, surely. Come on. What, we're going to have fucking, fucking Apollo Crews? <laughs> Nothing better with them. Apollo Crews. Um, oh, but I wish, dude, come on, Brock Lesnar shows up in full sale. You know, you, I would mark it. You know, I wish we, I wish we got what? Where like Drake Maverick is just hanging backstage, and all of a sudden you just see Gargano and Balor like brawling in the middle like SmackDown. That would have been class. Gargano and Brody, yeah. they're just beating the shit. Anyway, fantastic show. Adam Cole defends the best weekly show I've seen on Farewell. Fantastic. Really consistently great. Raw was okay. Undisputed Era came out, and they teased that Rollins going back to NXT, which I think he will at the show. But anyway, um, all right, that, that about does it. You said you had a music recommendation? Yeah, uh, basically there's a guy who, he, he created like one of Liverpool's most biggest chants in the last five years. It's called Ale Ale Ale, you've probably heard of it even. Like, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, anyway, he tours, around, he tours around Ireland with a company called Boss Night, which is kind of like Liverpool slang for like, go, like it's like a thing where I've been to one where like, they sing all the Liverpool chants okay. and all sorts of stuff, and he's been known for that, but he's trying to be coming out with his own music. 
and he came out with his first single on Spotify this week on iTunes and it went to number seven in the iTunes charts. good. And it's fantastic. It's really good. It's about a three-day bender. But it's it's sure. but the, it, the music is beautiful, really good in it, and it's called Weekend in Paradise by Jamie Webster. Yeah. His name's Jamie Webster, and he and because every time people see he's, he's having he's having a, a concert where he plays his own music in Dublin soon, yeah. and then every time he's like, oh, I've got my own music coming out. People are like, are you gonna play Liverpool songs? And hmm. people are like, that's a bit unfair. Come on, like, yeah, recognize them for their own music. So Jamie Webster, Weekend in Paradise, absolutely fantastic, and. I listened to Tony Kelly's radio show this week and it was really, really fucking good. He plays good. 80s and 90s music on Saturday, station? On Saturday nights. WRLFM. What time? Uh, 7 till mid 10. And, he pl- and I, got a, I, got a, I got a call out. And there's a, che- oh, nice. there's a cheesy, there's a cheesy like, thing where they play cheesy songs and I, I, got, oh, I want it that way played. What did you get? I want it that way. Oh, I want it that way. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he played, and then just after that he played Truly Maddie Deep. So it was fucking unreal. I say listen to Patience by Tim and Pal. It's a great song. Yes. And what's wrestling this week? And yeah, watch out for us on Spotify and watch out for us looking. Well, we have Rain's two interview episodes of there with Besties and Dan Barry. Uh, Dan Dan Barry. Barry. Watch out for our new logo. Um, we are going to work on a new intro in like the next few months because it's <laughs> going to take a while to get all our clips from. Uh, <laughs> not for being an intro, but like a best job compilation. Yeah, um, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm definitely getting a sound clip of Dan Barry shit calling out Kieran in our intro. <laughs> but anyway, um, that brings to an end of our episode of this week's podcast. Yeah, I have been the man of genetics for God. Really, I've been Kieran the the immaculate Kieran Brennan, and as we say at the end of episode of the Holly Wrestling Podcast, fuck. Being progressive, fuck you, WWE, fuck Saudi Arabia. Um, yeah, David Sutton, independent, unionize, unionize, unionize.